The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the comic den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. Only at Anime North would we screw these things up. And uh, after a year, you uh, can even screw it up even more. It feels kind of weird to sit, sit here again. You know, I, I mean, for many reasons. Because um, obviously, and you know, by the way, you know I hit the record button already. I figured. Right? Yeah. Okay. I assume so. That's why we didn't interrupt. <laughs> It's weird because, one, I'm seeing a bunch of people that I haven't seen in some time. And we're doing something we haven't done in some time, uh, myself included. So, um, to all the listeners, thanks for waiting. Um, I haven't decided if this is how we're going to do this, if this will be a digest or a regular episode. If If we're doing a regular episode, this should be episode 77, but... And James was there for it, for the att- first attempt at episode 77 on July 15th, 2009. That was the last time, because we had Neil and Adam sitting at the <laughs> table that time. I did not, and for reasons, um, well, not necessarily because of that, but I hadn't touched that episode since it yeah. was recorded. So it's still sitting here, unedited, <laughs> raw, um, and like not, uh, it's just sitting here. And uh, I haven't, I, I forgot what was said. I just remembered it was even worse than anything we did here. <laughs> I hate to ask, but uh, for the listeners' sake, do you have Neil and Am both coming tomorrow? Uh, the answer is no. Um, not not Neil and Adam. Adam, um, just quickly, uh, Adam is with the missus tonight. Uh, as uh, we hint, uh, we hinted, he told you that he was getting married. He did get married, and we'll talk about married life sometime because. Um, you know, weddings will be a topic, I think, <laughs> in the next hour or so. Um, I guess this is going to be a more of a digest episode because I just want to get used to doing this again. Um, so, and, you know, we got to ask him how he's feeling about that <laughs> months later. Um, we'll talk about, and, you know, as I said, a bunch of weddings also uh, have happened since, uh, since then. But do we have a funeral? Huh? That's the greater question. Oh, I hope We so. have many weddings. We should have a funeral, remember? Yeah, five of the same thing. Four weddings and a funeral are five of the same thing. Um, good evening from Anime North in Toronto. We are once again in our usual spot uh, when we, whenever we visit uh, here in the New York room. This year, here in the New York room, um, when we're not here, this is a vi- uh, still a video room, and it's being showing mainly um, media blaster stuff. I would call it the media blasters room since it's all no, of this their isn't, screeners. This, this is a big presence this year. Yeah, they do. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, I would actually, call it not a big presence. If you go to the dealer's <laughs> room, you will see. <laughs> you well, will see. It's called a corner. Well, there's, there, looked, on the there's thing, some, it looks like they have a line, but they don't. They just have a corner next to Paradox, which is even more of a paradox, for uh, yeah, well, ironically, let's, let's for go back, Star Trek. Let, I mean, we'll go back to that. <laughs> let me quickly introduce everyone. Um, Mike Nichols with you. And, uh, let's not be, and I guess I should be a little bit more formal in all these introductions. Uh, on the second mic, as usual, um, 
industry observer James Austin. Uh, on the third mic, Jeff Gregg. Um, let's say former former anime club head. I guess uh, we we have a bunch <laughs> of the, we always have a bunch of those now. <laughs> and straight ahead of me, um, Angela Jordan, artist and. Uh, well, I'm not going to say fresh from Japan from Japan because that's been some time too. Mm-hmm. But that's this is all. the first time she's been here since then. This is the first time I've seen you since uh, since then too. So good to well, see. Some you. days I still do feel fresh from Japan. And, and, and looking at you <laughs> and and looking at your outfit, I'm glad Adam's not here tonight. Um, <laughs> oh my, I might skip tomorrow night. You might skip this very well. Or at least change. Or if you are to visit, I hope you do change. <laughs> if you could change. Yeah, because I, I know I know the Holiday Inn is not too far away. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, um, how how are we going to do this? Uh, this is going to be a little bit different from any of the uh, a- other episodes we tape. We tape because um, I fully admit now that I have not totally been keeping up. So I asked <laughs> a, a bunch of you here, the three of you, and the others tomorrow um, to basically start keeping me up to speed. And on anything, on just about anything anime-wise. Mm-hmm. So tonight, I'll ask a little bit more about fandom, fan, the fan side. And since we're here at the convention, you know, make, and make some observations. Tomorrow, the, tomorrow night, uh, the second episode we, when we tape it tomorrow night, uh, Adam will be here for sure. Um, taking the, oh yeah, I guess I mentioned he's not here. He's with the missus. He's uh, out to see cats. That's what he told me. <laughs> cats is cats. back in Toronto. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a it's a limited it's one of those limited engagements. So yeah, no, I heard Miss Saigon was coming back. Yeah, it so is too. Like and ironically, uh, now, since you brought up Miss Miss Saigon, um, the Toronto production when that debuted, like a good god, seventeen years ago, it was long. It was long. Like, it was in the early nineties. Miss 90s. Saigon. It was Showboat. Those were the two shows. Yeah, and that was like and in Phantom the, of the early early nineties. That was like in the early nineties. Um, the uh, star of Miss Saigon in the Toronto production of Miss Saigon was a. Uh, Filipino Canadian by the name of Ma'an Dionisio. She sort of became a minor celebrity at the time. She's going to reprise that role, ironically, huh. for um, for when they bring when they bring it back here. I don't know what she's done in the years since since the show ended here in Toronto. Um, but you know, and it's kind of weird because um, I read articles over the years about how former Miss Saigon cast members are kind of like doing their own shows, wanting to debunk stereotypes that probably <laughs> happened because of Miss Saigon. <laughs> and here we have my, and then we have one, somebody who, probably the single most well-known person from the Canadian productions, you know, coming back to it. I don't know what that says. Actually, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's, it's a bit of I a I would like to say it's a good thing. Probably. Maybe. Because I think she was well-known and she, she did a good well, performance well, for it. So I she think did a good performance in the Toronto it. production, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, not, she's not the original. Um, no, that's another. That's another Filipino. <laughs> Us Filipinos can sing. Why haven't we seen one in Glee yet? So, right. <laughs> it's only Enrico season Ichi, one, remember? It's only season one, plenty to come. Um, uh, Leah Salonga is the other one. And it was funny. Um, like I had friends who met her when she was, whenever she made Toronto visits. But um, I've never met her. But, um, it, yeah, Leah Salonga is the most well-known star. And, but, and she's still kind of a – she's become kind of legendary in her own right. So, um, Miss Saigon, any other shows you know coming in? Um, Theater-wise? Yeah. Just, uh, in Toronto? Um, not off the top of my head. There are a few things I remember off the top of my head, but not at the moment. Okay. You just, just when you mentioned <laughs> it, it was kind of like a spark. And it's like, oh yeah, you remember those days. It's those three shows you always remember. Three shows. There. Miss Saigon, Lame Is, 
Yeah, oh yeah, Les Mis. Les Mis. Was big. And, and um, you had Phantom, like, mm-hmm. which uh, which I know they had a sequel. They made <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber did a sequel to that, and there's a I think a Toronto native doing the original pro- the production of that in London. That's getting yeah, some Mervish, Mervish Productions, and Mervish then you thing. had um, the other guys, which probably aren't sitting oh, as pretty. I don't know. It could yeah, have been. Uh, so there's that going on. Um, so where where else do we go? Um, I mean, as I said, I haven't been keeping up. Most of my TV, most of my entertainment watching these days have been watching more mystery shows mm. and quasi reality and the odd re- and uh, and yeah, Glee. So what? <laughs> I hate to ask, and, what is mystery to you? Is it crime drama like Law and Order, CSI, and all those others, or what is mystery to you? You because know, that's strange. Okay, go, I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, okay, so because it so, boggles me when people talk about that, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I kind of catch. SVU and all these others and CSI. Yeah, every I so mean, often. okay. I, is like it a mystery show? Strangely, I watched um, like the three shows I will watch more regularly these days are The Mentalist, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Mentalist, Castle, which is on after Dancing with the Stars, which means I've probably <laughs> seen my share of that, and um, Bones, which is on Fox, mm. right? Okay. And you notice if you've noticed, you know, if you've noticed, um, they all feature one common thing. One guy, one girl, sexual tension but easily between two of them. One of them being a cop, not necessarily the girl, because that is the case in two of them, but not all three mm-hmm. of them. And then the other one being just very, very eccentric. Then <laughs> <laughs> you get the case with that in, in each, of, each and every single one of them. I mm-hmm. mean, in The Mentalist, you get that with uh, Jane being the weird one, mm-hmm. the guy. Um, yeah. In Castle, the guy. In Bones, and it's the Bones girl. the girl. <laughs> which is, Bones, uh, is, Bones, is in, Bones is interesting. I mean... Um, I, Bones, I know, has been on longer, on longer than Big Bang Theory, but that's sort which of... Which is ironic in a way, because I thought it would be cancelled sooner because of the way they cast it, and David, um, was it, Brones, or whoever, the guy who plays uh, oh. Angel on Buffy mm-hmm. the Vampire Slayer, and Angel. Yeah, and it's strange. I really, think, guys I really that... think he broke out and said, okay, I'm not this just one character, and he really made me believe it's like, Oh, you can play something different. Yeah, you can be this person, and, and it's like he Emily Dashanel. Emily Dashanel, David Boreanaz are serve as executive producers. Those are the stars of Bones, so, and they really um, have a rapport. Like it they, seems they it's have a real life rapport. Yeah. they really have a real life rapport. And let me say this now. Um, let me say. I guess I, I was going to mention go on this little rant about David Boreanaz later. Um, you know he's been in trouble <laughs> lately. You know he was in the news. You know he's been in the news, right? No, no, not off the top of my he head. He came out. <laughs> he came out and mentioned he was having an affair. He ha- he had cheated on his. Uh, boy, <laughs> I hate to, I hate to say, Mike, but isn't everyone having an affair? I know. No, but this Tiger Woods is having an affair. Oh wait, thingy Madodger's wait, wife. Let, uh, it gets. It gets. It gets. It gets wait, let me get. Let me get. Hey, let, he isn't having enough affairs. Ooh, oh, yeah, Tiger Woods. Yeah, <laughs> nine iron. He's bad. teaching us all um, lessons. <laughs> No, David Bornaz came. David Bornaz about a month ago had, uh, had admitted that he had cheated on his Playboy, former Playboy model wife. <laughs> Lucky him. I hope it was someone smart. Yeah, huh? I hope it was like some like really like maybe homely like library. Well, well, like, down to earth girl. <laughs> well, well with who? With who did he cheat with? Well, the thing is, he he came out because he said that the woman he cheated with, he had cheated on, cheated with, uh, was going to come out and, pu- and out mm. him in public. Mm-hmm. And he was being represented by Gloria Aldred, who is the uh, lawyer for Tiger Number One, Tiger Mistress Number One, <laughs> Rachel Yucatel. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then the rumors started to come out that maybe it's Rachel, Rachel Yucatel that <laughs> Bornass had an affair with. And oh, she God. initially denied it, but a few days later she admitted she did. Huh. Well, she was going around, man. Maybe she was going with Jesse what? James while uh, Sandra yeah, I wasn't know. thinking. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I don't know what to make of Rachel Yucatel. I know she doesn't. Like I know she doesn't like the idea of she probably doesn't like the idea of being thought of as a, a professional other woman. I hate to think though. But was she would the one her, that I was I mean she's gonna, just not she Oh sorry. No, I was just thinking on a train of thought and I was like there was a reality show about cashing celebrities cheating and I was one of Tiger's mistresses and that name rings a bell and I'm thinking was she the one that was going to be one of the co-hosts uh, on well, that she, show or something. She has a pedigree. Um, she could have no, but, but she admitted that, and it came out that, yeah, she is the one. Boy, she gets around. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Does she? She's just the type, you know, I, how do I put this? I mean, she. I know she doesn't like to be thought of as a professional or as a celebrity other woman, but she's just not, like, all this stuff hasn't helped. I mean, she's making a career out of, how do I put this? She's making a career out of looking sauce, the sausages of guys who have them in other buns. Who should be having them in other buns or something like that. Um, Certainly a you know what? <laughs> she's probably got more money than any of us combined. So she's probably got something going. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, well. But who knows? Maybe <laughs> we are happier people. So uh, we can take that yeah. to the bank. Well, boy, it'd be, she's just... That is it. It's... <laughs> Never mind. We, we will not put that on air. Um, Boranaz needs a break. Uh, you know, here's the funny part. Uh, Boranaz is also the um, is also a diehard Flyers fan, and they may, and the Stanley Cup begins tomorrow as we're taping this, right? Yeah, with the Hawks and that. Unfortunately, but, I'm still watching the NBA Lakers Suns, yeah. especially after last night. Buzzer that beater. was a game that Lakers lost. You had to beat. at least have been watching the last 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I was blown away. It was a game you couldn't so, even write. As they said, they said it's like, oh, this is a game made a, for Hollywood, and you couldn't write for Hollywood. And I wa- after I watched it, I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, you, you had to describe it that way. You can't, like, usually you'd be making excuses and say, oh, they're just making up, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it was just an incredible game put together. And the other thing was the Lakers and Suns have a history with all the nose-breaking of Steve Nash and Kobe and everything else. And then the final bucket from Richardson, who was doing Jack all the whole game. But It just and then comes it came together. And when I was watching, I'm like, I just turned it on randomly because it was late at night. I thought, oh, I'll just this watch something quick game, yeah. and something like that. And, then, and it was on. And it's like, wow, I'm glad I watched that. It was, one, it was a moment you had to be there to see it sports-wise because – it was really adrenaline-driven, and you're thinking to yourself, wow, you'll never see any game like this ever again. Yeah, ever just, again. Well, uh, yeah, now it's... Some things you'll see, is like, oh, I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. But this something... Was like, there, it, when it's, people it's play me... and show their yeah. heart on their chest, literally on their chest, playing for something they really want and really love, and showing their integrity and everything out there. It was in there in those last moments mm-hmm. of that game, and that's what I saw. Yeah, but anyway, we're getting away <laughs> from the subject. Yeah. No, but I want to talk Sorry. about an anime going, podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one last thing, and, and I'll come back. And then the cast, and then with Castle, you have its two stars are like 
one's an author who seems to have a knack for being able to think of what a killer said, a, kill, uh, mm-hmm. a, a serial killer can do, right? Because he says he he starts the show starts with the following line: There are two types of people who know who think about different ways to kill people: psychopaths and mystery writers. I'm the one that, I'm the type that pays better. So and then <laughs> and then he uses his knack for thinking that way and helping solve cases. Um, the on the topic of, of former sci-fi star sci-fi stars, um, Castle stars Richard Fillion, who was the lead actor in Firefly. Okay. So and. From, what I, from all indications, um, his character is, isn't that much different. Um, and then I think in the last couple, last four episodes, he saw a romantic rival to his, to the detective that he's, um, to the detective, played by, um, I forgot his name now, uh, Michael tu- Tuco, or I believe his name is. He was, all, he was on Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> so, and then they're romancing a character played by... Um, Stana Katik, who was a Bond girl, who was in, who was in the last Bond movie, go figure. So, um, so those are anyway. Those are that's basically the extent. A lot of my own TV watching these days. I have I've hardly been able to keep up with the anime stuff. Mm. So, um, as I stepped on here to stepped onto the anime north uh, to the anime north compound here, <laughs> um, all all the buildings are being used again, aren't they? Uh, yeah, it's same, TCC, same it's Toronto Congress Center, Center uh, Doubletree, and now it's not uh, the Renaissance, it's the Sheridan bought yeah. them out. So it's, but it's the same so building. It's free, yeah, and, yeah. But there is, I think, uh, the dance, the uh, moonlight ball is being held elsewhere. I'm yeah, not sure if it's the Marriott. Yeah, yeah the Marriott. Marriott. Okay. So but I guess they've grown so big. <laughs> like, I was looking today and I'm like, wow, it seems warm been, weather brings people out. Well, Let's yeah, put it that way. That, that Toronto, was one thing I noticed. Here in today, Toronto, it's probably. been a very warm week. <laughs> oh, and yeah. this is actually the. For the most part, we broke records all week. Let's put it that way. This is, for the most part, the coolest day in a few days. But it's still, it was still very warm. Yeah. Oh, no. It so felt warm. We I'm like, I didn't high, see too we much were, We were in the high 20s. We were, we were like, pushing 30. I think we were just a nudge over 30. Dangerous. I had to tell you. Players. I yeah. hate <laughs> It is. Well, unless you're, unless you're wearing, well, not much. Well, <laughs> I, I hate to tell you, but most people probably enjoy <laughs> yeah. this weather. No, this is going to be a nice, this is going to be a nice weekend. It should I, be, yeah. It should be a really uh, nice weekend here. They're saying maybe thunderstorms, but it doesn't look like it. No, I think it's going to be, well, they said it's going to be sticky and sunny for the rest right. of the it'll summer. Be, it'll be very <laughs> Unfortunately, um, I'm the person that was evil and said, I enjoyed last summer to its fullest because it was nice and cool. No, it was, There's well, I found, it fairly, I found it fairly comfortable, <laughs> yeah. too. I was um, really right. So I, I step on, and you always get a sense of what's still popular sometimes mm. by yeah. the cosplay, right? Yeah, it's and, a really clear indicator. And so my observation is I don't see anything totally new. I've is that noticed pretty that accurate? too. No, there, you know, there isn't a lot of. I mean, there isn't a big new. I guess, I guess, splash series. I mean, no. A few years ago, you saw things like you know, Bleach and Kingdom Hearts explode, and they're still here. Yeah, like they're still here in really large numbers. I mean, Living Testament, Pokemon, still. You know, relatively a large amount of people, which is, mm-hmm. you know, I find interesting. I think I <laughs> did. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Pokemon this year. Yeah. Did four kids get it back? No. No, 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 wait, somebody, N- somebody Nintendo somebody took it. it. Nintendo took the license and, and said, you know what? Four kids, oh, no. screwed, four kids screwed them royally no, no, because no. they were making more money than all the people involved in that circle. And Nintendo's like, wait a sec. We're a big fucking corporation. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> no, We're letting these guys that are on a stock exchange in New York take our property and make 
tons of money, and now they're in the toilet and getting kicked off the Nasdaq or New York Stock Exchange. Four kids, and Nintendo is like, we can do this. But they and have, so they, they have, have their own done portfolio. it. Now I don't know how successfully they've done it because obviously we're adults <laughs> and we don't. I was think I was watch wa- Pokemon. Yes, but I, I could be I, wrong. The only reason I brought that up, I was thinking of, of like a property that left its original production company. And return to it. Return to re- return to it. Mm. Only recently, it's Power Rangers. Uh, oh yeah, I heard Power about Rangers. That. Power Good Rangers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you're like, talking about yeah. Well, because Saban, Rangers, Saban got it back, back because it was weird because it went to Disney and then Disney ABC, was. So. But they weren't going to continue it. That was the thing. Well, I think Disney looked at it and then they realized, what the hell did we just do? Because <laughs> parents have been complaining for years. I remember when my parents. And all the other parents were like, oh, kids are copying and fighting <laughs> in the schoolyard, and they're complaining to I us, but saying you can't. Was and that was 8 <laughs> But when I was little, it was canceled from YTV, and now it's on Family Channel because of, you know, <laughs> I find yeah, that like an amazing, amazing yeah. irony. Like, it was on Fox, <laughs> but it was Fox Family. So it's on Family Channel? It, it was on Family know. Channel um, a family few channel. years ago. Family Channel because of the Disney thing. Okay, yeah. you know, Power Rangers yeah. was bought by Disney, and Family Channel's Canada's Disney Channel. Basically. Yeah, basically. I mean, it's a, it's not owned by them. It's owned by Astral Media, mm-hmm. which owns Teletoon. In turn <laughs> well, as I think well. Disney does a bit of ownership in, but Disney, I think, uh, was using it for a bit, and then they realized we're just holding it, we're putting it on all yeah. this other stuff. And then Saban, I think he's been doing a little renaissance trying to buy that up and buy back some other things. Hmm. But I'm not sure why he keep would because mind, he's got a gazillion what, millions of dollars explain, already. Like, keep in mind, a lot of the issues with Saban, I mean, there is a lot, a lot of the cast changes happened because of, because of uh, mm-hmm. payments. Mm-hmm. And because of um, because because Saban was rather cheap in paying their yeah. actors, mm-hmm. yeah. so that, stories, I yeah, guess. and I'm, that's why I wonder if this is such a good thing. Sometimes, well, I, I know it, I probably wasn't going to continue, and I'm not saying you know it should have continued, but you know, if Power Rangers is sort of a legacy thing, even here, I mean, the first series was such a, I guess. I guess big event that they actually redubbed it in Japan. So you actually have a Japanese dub of our Power Rangers. That's you know how I think that is important. It is. It's interesting <laughs> to see actually. I've well, seen I an mean, episode of it. I mean, well, oh. and you know what's happened to like the only ca- member of that cast we really see around now is oh I forgot her name now. Pink oh, Ranger, Amy Joe Johnson. Amy, Amy Joe Johnson because she but she left. She left. She was. Uh, she was yeah. one of the first to leave over those disputes. No, 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 no. I was, was saying, I was, I was, was talking about um, Flashpoint, that oh, she's, yeah, she's left Flashpoint. Oh, she's left Flashpoint. Because her character was written now and saying, oh, they had this romantic <laughs> interest, and that's like, oh, we can't do this. Yeah, because see, I didn't, know they, I didn't know they wrote her out of Flashpoint. But they I wrote her out because she's, like, had this romantic interest, and then it's like, oh, wait, we can't do this because of work, blah, 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 and then she left. Mm-hmm. And she got injured. She got shot or something. Yeah, so. But that's the way things go that, with I mean, she's the, only, she's the only member. And rather quietly, we like, as for the others, um... The girl who played Trini, I keep mentioning, she died just before oh, really? 9-11. Yeah. She's been dead for, <laughs> My goodness. People, yeah. for wow. nine Amazing. years. Yeah. One been, that I guess She died in a car accident. Oh. So just before, and her funeral was just, like, give or take a day, just days before 9-11. So uh, that's why it got overshadowed. Yeah, probably that's why got, we all huh. forgot about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't know about it until about a couple of years ago myself. Because wow. But there's stuff like that, and uh, the other three, the three guys original on that staff originally are basically uh, disappeared. Yeah. 
who knows where they are. But um, okay, oh. so everyone still seems to know right, Johnny so, Young Bosch, right. and he's like what? Oh, second yeah, generation. Oh, and, and, he, green, and he's coming to fat. And he'll yeah, be, still does. Did he do yeah. mixed martial arts? The Green Ranger the guy who played I think him. He did. Yeah, but most of them had martial arts backgrounds um, for all of them. Yeah, we. I mean, Johnny Young Bosch, we all know now because he's very much involved in this industry. Mm-hmm. And he's coming to Fan Expo, but we'll oh, get okay. back to that a bit mm-hmm. later on, or either today or tomorrow. Um, so what type of cost? other types of costumes? I mean, um, Angela's dressed in a, in a Gurren Lagann outfit. But there aren't too many okay. yeah, Gurren Lagann. Less so. than 10, I, yeah, I, I noticed it was interesting how steep a decline Gurren Lagann I was in here last in. year, but <laughs> there were very die. few two years ago, and then I don't know about last year, and very few again. I don't think it did year. well as a series from what I was hearing. Not on a commercial yeah. sense. Yeah, commercial. Okay. No. Um... Observation. So, in terms of cosplay observations, um, I don't. I'm not sure that there's you know a standout this year. I mean, no. you, you do get the new series, and you get like a, <clears throat> a like a sizable chunk of the new series, like Dorarara. You get you know scattering amounts of people, but a lot of those characters are so plain clothes that you may not notice. I mm. mean, it's you know the suit and tie sort of thing, and you know some lab coats. So you know they're sort of hidden around. Um, do you see any Kaon? I saw one. I haven't seen many, which is I really saw interesting one, because that's the new big, you know, horror type, like you know, level of every. It's you know, it's super Bandit. popular, mm-hmm. and I, I have yeah, not I saw seen one. any K on. I mean, I don't follow the series, so I probably wouldn't recognize them unless yeah, they had guitars. But I mean, schoolgirl guitars. Squirrely did dress up <laughs> in, as one of those char- one of the characters. So huh. Squirrely did. Okay, so, so quite a few horror this year. How did he? Yeah, in you w- tried to actually watch the second series? Oh, I got to episode... <laughs> I got to the fifth Endless Eight episode. And it's like <laughs> then you realized it was just continuing forever, right? When, yeah. you, when Yama showed it, we just... Bandai picked that up. It. Yeah, and we, I know Bandai we showed it on one. I think, I'm not sure if we showed this, another episode of it, <clears> but we, I think we just showed the first one and the last one mm-hmm. and told people, by the way, they played a practical joke on everyone. There's like... Five to eight of these, we're not doing that. So here's the rest of the series. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to know where that comes in, and it reminds me is when we played Wolf's Rain for Yama, <laughs> yeah. and oh there God, were there was that four episode <laughs> one disc gap where it's a repeat, <laughs> like it's a repeat episode or going over each wolf. <laughs> Personal history. So each four of the oh, wow. wolves get their own personal history yeah. told four in this. Of each recap. episode. Yeah, recap. But it just was so ridiculous, and we just said, okay, guess what? We're going <laughs> to skip that whole disc and just do it right. Take the four <laughs> OVAs and consider those, those four episodes, and think of it as 26. Yeah. And forget those four ever existed. Because it was like, I can't remember. They either said they ran out of money or they were running tie on money, so they had to do this type of recap episode with each wolf, and it was just so ridiculous. But then when you factor in what they did with that, it's like, and people still bought those, supposedly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, did they really? good God. Fox had, no, Fox supposedly, had. people in Japan, I was looking at some of the numbers, and yes, there was a decline, well, but there was still enough for profit it, for them to make money on it. And that's the scary thing. Oh. When people will, I think it's just a collector mentality, yeah. I'm guessing, where they mm-hmm. think, oh, I have to have that. And it was scary because the one person I know, the, my brother, had the one exchange chair from Japan. He was a big Haruhi fan. I'm scared to think if he even <laughs> went to the final length to get those. Well, the thing is, because he know, looked at ours. Despite it being an interesting series, it very quickly became a marketing series where you know, let's buy everything with the pictures of these people on it. So, you know, because of that, of course, they're going to at least sell some of the same episode five times in a row because people want everything Haruhi. 
But that's the <laughs> thing with everything nowadays. Like if you have shows like Harry, well, Kaon is the new Harry. Yeah. I would call it because they have all the displays set Who up and all the plushies and God knows what else in one For thing Kaon? and all their stores yeah. in Akihabara, so all the people can get it. And it's just like boom, boom, boom. That's why they call it the triangle. They have their video Kaon. games, the manga. And the anime, if they can get all those things yeah. running on full tilt and their engine going everywhere, they're going to win. Yeah. It's a win-win. Or uh, as they say, I was reading a business book on it, if they get two of them going really good, it's still good for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if you just get one going, it's just pretty mediocre unless something else is going on. Okay. Who, who has the rights to that? North American rights. No one. No one Kaon, Kaon thought, has. Kaon is Kyoto Animation, and I guess everyone either thinks <clears throat> there's a two-ray race, and it's ironically funny because you either have Bandai because they got Tal Lucky Star and Haruhi, or because it was actually <laughs> TBS, Tokyo Broadcast System, was helping produce it and is in the committee for the Japanese version. So then that would probably mean Sentai or Neo ADV oh. or whatever you're calling them <laughs> mm-hmm. would get it because they have been getting all the TBS or Tokyo okay. broadcast shows. Or if Funimation, I guess, <laughs> deems it <laughs> high of sale, we're worthy of high sales, no, I mean, then they will throw money and yeah, just get I mean, for the hell of it. No, but who said, knows? We'll but see. those are well, your three but, things. But I don't think Haruhi did all that well commercially. Yeah, yeah. Right. they it said was, it did okay. It was kind of like tread water. It's hard water to know the numbers for sure, but it wasn't like a breakout hit. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say so. it might have been come see, come saw, but it all probably depends on how much they actually put in it. It's like expenses versus revenues, but mm-hmm. we'll never know that full yeah. number. Is Kaon mm-hmm. doing any sort of uh, streaming on Crunchyroll or anything yet? No. Or? Oh, wow. It's on nowhere. Oh. It's just... <laughs> Straight from Therefore, the fans up. That's oh, yes. where you have to go. And that's, that's for the first series and for the second series. Okay. okay. So we know where it's, that's going. Um, so no other other stuff. Uh, well, not that I can think of. Any, okay, so observations. Well, other observations. Other random stuff like I Iron have, Man. Any and, observations already? Well, 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 Iron Man. Oh, yeah. You. you get, yeah, I've seen. From the new Final, Final Fantasy? Final Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, okay, let me give I a... I was thinking of other things. Like, Iron Man, though, is, was uh, put aside this season because it was supposed to be out 1st of April. And now it's, I think, pushed back to fall season, September, oh, thereabouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see how all those things go because Marvel is now a part of Disney and all that stuff. It'll be interesting to see how they push it. Is it going to be a global push? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Iron Man especially intrigued me. The X-Men part didn't intrigue me that much. <laughs> well, but there were other weird series coming out. Like, the, there isn't too much. They've obviously cut back. But the intriguing, I think, first part of the year, interesting enough, and people probably have their own opinions, God knows what, is <laughs> Dance and the Vampire Bund. I really, actually, it was one of those series I got into the manga, Seven Seas brought out, and you looked at the covers and all those other things. It's like, oh, it's lolly. It's, oh, it's this or that. And then I started reading it, and I was like, wow, there's... Actually, a story. Hmm. There is a story. And there's political intrigue and all that. And I'm like, well, I can sit and enjoy it. And no, that's. There was substance then. And, that, and so there's <laughs> more substance. And so I thought, okay, uh, see what happens. And then the series comes on. I said, oh, I'll give it a shot. And then what happens? But everything you loved about the manga isn't quite uh, <laughs> there hmm. in, in the anime, and it's well, so more substance. And then the ironic thing is, of course, Funimation licenses and does all those edits. So it, it was a fun uh, thing to look at. And I'm like, that, oh, that's a nice train wreck going from one thing to the other to the other. It's like, and my <laughs> opinions, opinions are 
null and void. Well, I read the manga, of, and then what happens? My opinions are reinforced by this anime. It is sort of. But the like, ironic thing about that like is that. the creator, just to leave off on sure. this, um, the creator of the manga actually talked to Shimbo, who was with, uh, he did other stuff like Zetsubo Sensei and um, Sunshine Sketch. But uh, he was doing it, and they wanted to do it like the manga, and that would have been amazing. But supposedly the creator said, you know what? I don't want you guys to do the same stuff I did. That isn't fun. You should try and do something different. Mm. And I think that may have been a mistake (laughs) because they went with what was, I guess, in vogue, so Mm. to speak. But anyway. I yeah. will leave no, my two okay. goes. Sorry about disrupting. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's just that I, I just, like, you know, looking we at the schedule, I mean, I looked at some of the schedule. Anime Hell happened at the same time as we were starting this. Mm-hmm. It was going on mm-hmm. at the same time. Started at 10. I wonder yeah. if there was more mature videos than that because they started at 10 and it's going till midnight, right? It went till, so, it, so I wonder if they're going to have some more risque content because they already know they can fill the room. <clears throat> at the beginning. Um, I was mm-hmm. there for the beginning. And really? Didn't, it didn't yeah. seem that much riskier or more adult. It was. I do like the new setup, though. I mean, considering how... How packed the last room was. Well, considering it was a, good like, idea it was a couple doors down, like was, Anime Hell was traditionally held a couple doors from where we're sitting now. Yes. Well, they and took it they, all those rooms. Yeah, they, they connected all three three mm-hmm. of the video rooms together, and then that was really? bad. It this really makes should, a lot more sense, but especially with rooms. the multiple screens mm-hmm. they have set up at different angles. This year, was, Anime Hell mm-hmm. really was it in the Plaza Ballroom by any yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 because that's where I thought they would have put it at some point because they kept on getting bigger and bigger, and I'm like, okay. It should be it there. Happened, <laughs> it happened this year. <sighs> it happened tonight, and it's up there now in the ballroom. And that's the same room where the uh, masquerade will happen tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in past years, the they kind of conf- conflicted with each other, kind mm-hmm. of. I, I mean, they weren't meant to, but they sort of did. I think it was, yeah. And you had those schedule concerts, you and had then, concerts, you had And the then that's what and happened. Those. And now they won't. I'm not sure that's a good or bad <laughs> thing. I know uh, if Surat ever hears this, if Surat ever hears this, he'll think that, Why? So they'll wonder why, but um, yeah, because that's the way it but works. But the thing is, the anime hell and the masquerade are marquee events. Yeah. So there you go, and um, I'm sure that went well. It was packed. There was a lineup. There was a lineup yeah. coming out. They of filled it, that so. room, no problem. They filled it, no yeah. problems there, no problems there. And just watching the first couple minutes before I uh, before our, we, we mm-hmm. I came down to start the setup, yeah. Well, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun to watch. <laughs> so, um, okay, so there's that. Talking about trends. Um, any other, did you notice any other trends going on? Or? Um, no, but I almost think that's you know it's a good thing. I mean, but there's, the thing is, there's still the same amount of people cosplaying. There just doesn't seem to be you know a storm of something new. I mean, as I said, the I guess super popular video games and anime are still going to have a lot of cosplay. You're still going to have the groups of Kingdom Hearts, the groups of Bleach, the groups of Naruto. But I've noticed that there are a lot more variety than. It, probably the last few years of different obscure series. It's It's, refreshing. It is really refreshing. It's nice because I remember my first year at Anime North 2004, one of the first things I heard someone said, I was standing in line, was, thank Jesus, there aren't 100 effing Inuyashas this year. (laughs) I think 2009. (laughs) In 2004, was it raining in 2004? Was it raining in 2004? I know during one of those anime Norths it was raining too. Actually, my, if it was 2004, well, that, if it was, was the, the tra- one where was it was the Renaissance yeah. and TCC, 
That was the year that where was Saturday, year. it was thunderstorms. And I remember yeah. going in the pouring rain thunderstorms over that bridge. And I was thinking to myself, what the fuck am I doing? I remember. <laughs> and then I, I said, well, if I die, I die. That's the way life the goes. lights went out at a certain point. <laughs> I, I remember Which, that. I oh, yeah. I, I, I remember it quite far. I do remember that type mm-hmm. of stuff. So... But yeah, I think that yeah. was the last time we had rain out in Anime North. Wait, <laughs> except maybe on a Sunday a few years ago. Okay. So, um, okay. I actually saw quite a few Sailor Moon, which was pretty yeah. refreshing because it's been like 20 years. Oh, yeah. Now, so on that note, three. That's how many times I've seen Sailor Man. Sailor Man. I, I was going to say, hopefully they Sailor were female, dude. right? It's like Sailor Dude. Yeah. I saw a group of Sailor, Mo- or Sailor Scouts, everyone but Mercury, and I'm like, uh, come on. Find the last one. What happened? One. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> actually, doesn't thinking- care for anime. <laughs> Put her in a blue egg. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't have to be good. Just yeah. people, people are dying there. Blue here. So. Speaking of cosplay, I saw a good one actually. It just came to my mind when you guys were talking about that, and it was thinking of crossplay. Mm-hmm. And it was at the comic market, and I saw this uh, Brandon Heat of Gungrave. And I saw them, and it looked really good. And then when I got close and happened to pass by, I noticed they were actually female. Wow. I said, wow, that was a good costume. I got to give them credit. They, they re- like. I'm not sure if I'll see them again, but wow, that Major was a really good. For pulling off a good crossplay where you can't tell the gender. Yeah, that's no, and that was far. No, there were quite a few people, but when it I got is. close, quite I an was accomplishment. Just like, wow, mm-hmm. but it, they had the glasses, they had the whole coffin uh, thing on wow. their back, and everything. And I was just like, holy crap! I, I couldn't believe it. it was. I think it was the best one of the day for me. Hmm. Hmm. So there, there's that. Um, so well, so those are your uh, first day observations, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Any uh, observations uh, other than As I said, cons- in my case, it's as I said, it's just weird to walk it since I've been almost out of it for a Does year. Does a lot seem unfamiliar? Or? Uh, nothing seems unfamiliar. Okay. Nothing seems that unfamiliar. Um, I mean, it's just weird because, mm. as I said, I haven't really doused myself in this lately. So, um, but, I mean, it looks like um, the cra- attendance is good again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I think weather... Weather's helping. Well, the weather is helping. <laughs> I was looking at it. I'm like, helping. wow, there's um, quite a few people. It looks like uh, there are different entrants. Like the, ra- the J-Rave, uh, there's something going on at the uh, Congress Center at this hour, too. Um, yeah, no, it's the two guest DJs are doing their oh, okay. uh, rave mm-hmm. at the moment because they had their um, regular rave, which they always do. And yeah, usually the they would continue wave. on now. And then there's, But it's just the DJs. Hall A is still is in use. There's a J rave and they have like a separate, there's an entrance, mm-hmm. like they opened up like an, a garage type entrance for oh, that. Okay. As yeah. you, and you'll see it, you would have seen it open up as, as things were mm-hmm. winding mm-hmm. down. Took a nice walk. Like they kind of like mirrored, mirrored up the, um, the, the dealer's room. Yeah, I noticed it so, was completely No, it was really was, weird. What's well, going on? Actually, it was really <laughs> bigger. No, like, you had it did yeah, seem bigger, It's yeah. bigger, too. But actually, it was good because you see those big lines. It's like, oh, they're telling people to leave and all these other things at the uh, five and whatever because they were trying to, I guess, oh, okay. worry uh-huh. because they had them. You go in, you have the crafts and the uh, artisanal and everything. Mm-hmm. First, but what's interesting, then, it kind of forces you to cut through, cut through the comic market to get to yeah. the doors to the and then the, and then you kind of actually have to you literally it's true you have to really cut through there now mm-hmm. you couldn't even bypass it like you last time to, you can't it, was, it was in front of, of you before but you could just say oh i'm just gonna walk all the way mm-hmm. to the other end and go up and there i am but now it's like you have to go by them that's fine. So I That's think good. so. Yeah. Depending on where <laughs> no, it's your nice. place, it's if nice. You're placed you, at the right place. You might. Yeah. You find you, you, sometimes you, okay? you see something cool anyway. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, 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 I would like through. to hope so. So, and then you have to kind of cut through it again as you're leaving because mm-hmm. they, they kind of like yeah. put off yeah. the exits. <laughs> it off it seemed side, just so. as busy. Like, no, it but was, it was, it was and nice. even the uh, dealer's room was really busy. But there was just one packed. that there was one I noticed, and it was really interesting to see it. It was um, Starstruck Entertainment and Paradox. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about it was they weren't at uh, Hobby Star at um, they weren't Anime CN Anime or Fan Expo. We'll yeah. call it Fan Expo. And um, just, just I was uh, <laughs> I was actually they have three stores: one at Square One, one at Sherway, and another somewhere in Scarborough. I think Scarborough's closed down. Yeah, Scarborough, Scarborough, oh, Scarborough, the Scarborough Town Center. Starstruck is closed down. Okay. Wow. So, so that tells me even <laughs> more because I was at um, Square One. I was just having lunch with people, and we said, "Oh well, just happen to pop in, see what." Is in there, and what happens? But you see, literally, their anime section was torn apart. Hmm. There's literally nothing there, hmm. and sure it, it literally it tells you that it's like it's not this selling. Is, period. It's yeah. crap. It used to be one of the better places, and it used, and to, be it used okay, to be better. But it, but it was be interesting. Biggest selections. So I go into the dealer's room, and I happen to see they're there. So I said, "Oh, I wonder what they're actually going to have." <laughs> it's like if they tore apart their anime section, what can they possibly have? I go in. They are literally burning away their anime. Like they had sets for Funimation for five nine nine. They had singles for three nine. Like they had this long lineup within the cage, talking about Jenny on sales, Funimation sales, and I was like, wow, it it was it was interesting to see. But then they had Media Blasters was with them in the corner, and they had some interesting stuff out there. Media Blasters, if you as you, but it was a long time. It's a long time. Like I remember them. It was. Years ago, they've been. Yeah, it's been some time. They 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 were a regular presence at Fan Expo as well. Media Blasters mm-hmm. was interesting because as you left the dealer's room, you saw this online card game that they also do. Well, they've been promoting okay, it so. heavily for the past two or three years. Like, it's been a big thing. And, and one of the their DVDs, I can't remember which DVD, but they put in a free card and all that. Mm-hmm. But they said it's been doing well for them. Okay. And that's a good thing. Okay. Like, live action and that seem to have been helping them along. They've mm-hmm. had their issues. They've been putting people off and putting them on furloughs and all that so they can bring them back. But you got to have something else. You can't just be a one-trick pony and hope that's yeah, going to survive I, forever well, I, like And this tells you how cool yeah. – and obviously I, I didn't really know about that, so that was kind of yeah. interesting to see. Well, I knew they oh. had other things on one, the go like okay. everyone else. I know. We're, we're getting late. And then uh, one, one last touch. One, 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 final, one interesting little touch I saw is um, in the programs this year, um, they're going to do a daily newsletter. Hmm. For every day of the mm-hmm. convention, this is issue two of the com- of the Anime North Compass. I need to ask what remembers. happened to issue one. Well, that was done on Thursday because wow. there was pre stuff on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. um, th- but the thing is, it- it's kind of funny because, um, like, Anime North's logo. If you take a good look at it, it's actually a compass. So that's why they hence yeah. the name hence the name of the newsletter. Um, they'll come out with something and stuff to do, you know, stuff to do during the show. And, stu- and things of note going on. Nothing special, but it, I, I just think it's a really nice touch. And I guess as the weekend goes, as the final t- other two issues come out, uh, as the weekend ends, you'll see something. And it's kind of like a nice little guide, uh, yeah. other suggestions of what to do, aside from your usual program guide. So this is an interesting touch. Um, I know, uh, I think Expo is known for this, to do something like this as well. Mm. So, um, you know, uh, I can't say it's not necessarily new, but it's uh, a, a really nice touch to see something like this. Okay, so um, well, I know we're going to talk. I know at time we're going to talk a lot more about the companies and other stuff mm-hmm. concerning Anime mm-hmm. North before we go along. Um, uh, yeah, I think the only other kind, other than Media Blasters, they had an industry panel on Saturday, and I think Funimation has one. 
Yeah. So I guess, as I said, well, I guess that's a given. You're I on guess. assignment. I don't know. <laughs> then, Mr. Austin, you're on assignment for tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think you don't need to be assi- on assignment anymore. It's like basically the same thing happens again and again and again mm-hmm. and, and again. Guess, and people still have the same reactions again and again. Yeah, and I'm and like, I guess we're gonna why talk- is this play going on again and again? It's like a circular motion. It keeps on happening again and again. Mm-hmm. And it's like people can't be that stupid. And then I realized, oh, yeah, some of these people are new. They come in. It's like you gotta remind yourself. Yeah. It's like everyone has their starting point. And Here it is. It right? is. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're older. We're they're all... younger now. It's like wow, time passes. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about anime north, and, and of course the industry uh, tomorrow and the legal stuff. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. I, I, I want to hear Adam's take on the Christopher Handley case, but we'll t- get to that tomorrow. Okay. Sure, we'll have quite a bit from him. Yeah. Mr. Adam has never, never lost uh, at a loss for words. So, no. I mean, uh, anyone who's uh, heard this show, and I know, uh, in some time, uh, you know, everyone knows Adam Grant uh, has an <laughs> you opinion. You can't shut him up. You can't shut him up. <laughs> And then you put a kneel in. Okay. And you have a one-year hiatus. Yeah, and then I have yeah. a one-year hiatus. Okay. Um, you mean all that pent-up rage is going to come flowing tomorrow? No. Good uh, God, Adam's, I better have Adam's a lot to drink tomorrow. Adam's, I mean, uh, Neil's not here tomorrow, so mm. it's okay. Okay. Um, as I said, it's been a while since I saw the last, like, since I saw Angela, since I saw, um, since I saw Jeff as well. And I, and frankly, you too, Austin. <laughs> but um, I'm still here. Yeah. No, the thing is, what's in, what what I never one thing I want to do, especially after you know Angela got back from Japan, we did a we did a, a dedicated a lot of time, probably more than we needed to, <laughs> as uh, as Adam would say, more than we perhaps needed to when um, when Clarissa came back from her trip <laughs> from Japan. Uh, but I always want to talk to you guys at length a little bit about your experiences. I know I, I know. Um, Angela was there for a year doing the jet program, mm-hmm. and uh, Jeff went for days. a couple days. <laughs> went for a couple, almost two weeks, but still, it's more than I guess the average anime fan here will probably ever get in, <laughs> myself included. So um, well, you never know. <laughs> well, um, you save the money and you first want to happen. First, first things first. I, I got to ask this since it came up in anime hell. Um, did either of you get the chance to see the life size no, Gundam model? I think it no. went up a few months after I got there. You were there, okay, and yeah. you were just about gone. No. I missed it somehow. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. If we ever go back, I think they're having another life-size Gundam somewhere else. And Gigantor. Gigantor. Mm-hmm. Gigantor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Was it in Osaka or somewhere? I can't yeah, remember. No, it's, it's somewhere else. The, yeah, home, they the show hometown Kobe? of the hometown. creator. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. But I was looking at it, and I feel bad, but that's how I know it. Gigantor. <laughs> I can never remember the Japanese name. I just remember, or maybe it's Tenjo. I he gave a bunch of names. Apparently, he's yeah. gone by. But Gigantor I just always, I remember his English name. One of them was Iron Man something. Yeah, Tetrogen, Iron Man 28, Tetrogen. Okay, so you guys spent enough time there. I mean, the holy grail for most anime fans is to ever to make a visit. A pilgrimage. A pilgrimage. A pilgrimage, wow. It's Mecca. It's one of those things, you know, you should try and do once in your life. You are required, almost sometimes <laughs> to the point, depending on who, uh, what type of fan you talk to, you're required to do that. Mm. Make the pilgrimage. There is no Hajj there. Are <laughs> um, other places in the world. Yeah, uh, and just quickly, I forgot the name of the town you were based uh, in. Koryama. Koryama. I and don't care if you haven't heard of it. It's um, 300,000 people. 
if you take the Shinkansen, like the bullet train north of Tokyo, it's about 70 minutes. And so, like right up smack dab in the middle of Tohoku region. And I remember this story when you told me, like, the first impressions from your students there. Yeah, I remember this story. Bijinda! Oh, she's beautiful, which was quite nice, like <laughs> the being students, fairly average here. I, I remember this story because you told me that because for years before, for a long mm-hmm. time before, it was all guys. Yep. All, they yeah, always at kept my particular school. So school. it's like they got a girl this time and a blonde girl. Okay. And oh my God, blonde. <laughs> so yeah, you it was very exciting the <laughs> first week there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much sexual learning got done. but yeah, Well, yeah. it was kind of interesting. I just found that kind of fun. It was a funny story. It was definitely a unique what age thing. experience? Uh, junior high, so like okay. 12 to 14. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's, man, a that's, dangerous. Dangerous. that's became, a dangerous yeah. zone there, Angel. You became, wow. It sounded like you became wow. popular pretty fast yeah. <laughs> with, among the students there. Oh, and good. I got, and kind of helped that you were able to actually talk to them, too. Yeah, because their, their English was p- piss poor. But <laughs> wow, that's, that's, a, that's a very slim assessment. There were of good students, but like, their, their education <laughs> program needs serious help. Mm. It's but, an well, absolute Well, I hate to ask. I always is, it, is that, is that more of a statement from uh, this area or this pre- of uh, Koryama, or um, is this more I hear that Japanese? My prefecture Fukushima is pretty low, um, but from what I've heard from other people in other parts of Japan, it's bad elsewhere as, as so well. So this might be a general statement. The school my group visited, the English course was taught by someone from France. So mm-hmm. wow! <laughs> but interesting enough, thinking about it, like when you were teaching it or helping out or doing whatever or trying to talk to them. Do you ever remember, uh, remember we used to take French starting in like grade four or whatever, and we'd have it maybe up to OAC if you decide to take it till mm-hmm. then. OAC. And you remember how we used to do, like we did dialogues together, play yep. type things <clears throat> where we would talk to each other so we could get going. And sometimes, yeah, it's like, yeah, now that I think about back, it's like, oh, I don't remember as much as I should. Mm-hmm. But getting those type of learning experiences in a different language and then going there and trying to teach them, how is the difference when you think about it? Like compared to French here? Yeah, how they taught French here compared to how you guys were going in trying to teach a bit of English to the Japanese in those grades. Like how I think is it similar in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like I think a lot of people like mm-hmm. in our culture, like we, we take French. Mm-hmm. A lot of us hate French, at least I hate French. <laughs> and generally end up forgetting it. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. because you don't have a chance to use it. And it's the mm-hmm. exact same thing over there. Mm-hmm. They learn it in school, then it just goes straight out their heads. They don't have to use it in their society. There's mm-hmm. no like, I think earlier, maybe about in the 90s, like, it was more about going out and there were more students going abroad than that. But these days, mm. it's a lot more insular. There's mm-hmm. not as many students going on exchange. There's the irony, I guess. And there's <laughs> even, like, a stigma for students who go abroad oh, and wow. come back. There's, like, oh, I forget the Japanese name for it, but it means, like, a student who's who's returned home and they often have problems integrating. So there's no real benefit for students from their point of that, view. That seems really bizarre thinking about that from our sense in Canadian culture because mm-hmm. we just, like, oh, you go out and it's like and you're experiencing you all these different things yeah. and, and it actually is a benefit you. You a to person. you. And it, yeah, and it has, and it's, <laughs> but, like, it's an interesting contrast, actually. But Japan is, like... It's no, like, like an, you think about it, and it makes sense because they're very insular and yeah, all that. Like Even though they've opened clique. up, they're still very. You have well, to, it's, it's like a, a clique. You have to think the same way mm-hmm. in order to be a part of the society. And if you We've go out, this then line. you're no longer and, in and the And this is, this, is, this is a line where I hear a lot. It's yeah. a very yeah. patriarchal no, society. No, it's, it's something you always hear, and that's why you always run into those walls, and you're thinking, oh, we can do it. We can do all these other things, and you can change things. But change is a very big 
thing and a very hard thing to do in a society where they're that close-minded in certain areas, mm-hmm. as you guys have been talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, it sounded like it was quite an experience. It was a definite <laughs> except, experience. Except good and bad. Good and bad. Everything, it was amazing. And like, how do you even talk about a year of your <laughs> life that you spend as a foreign alien mm. crazy person? Who doesn't know what to do? You know, <laughs> but, um, the did you, I can't believe you could actually you, say that. That's crazy to think about it that way. That uh, I, I just think of it right. as like you go along. We got to say this for the, the best. We got to say this for the record because I think I know the answer. You did dress up once or twice. Did you dress up at any point? And you just said you couldn't. You wanted to make sure none of your students saw you dressed up. In, um, in, in, I did dress up form? for Halloween. Okay. Um, <laughs> as the Little Mermaid and went clubbing. <laughs> and they, they don't <laughs> do that in Japan. Like my friend was dressed up as the Joker, and we went to the convenience <laughs> store, and yeah. they're well trained not to show oh, any wow. surprise at their customers. So okay. we thought oh, we'd get laughs, but cool. we didn't get any laughs. So stone face. No, because I but not a lot of those areas <laughs> obviously don't have Halloween. So I'm like thinking no, to myself, I hate yeah, to think culture. what would happen if you're on. None of those controversial midnight subway rides on Halloween. Oh no, I didn't do that. So we've gone on about that before. So. I, I, okay, a thought. Um, did you visit any uh, major anime hubs, um, hotspots? Just, 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 uh, just out of curiosity. This is more Akihabara several times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, stayed in capsule hotels there. Okay. And, yeah, that was fun. I really liked the capsules. For really? For reals? Yeah. Okay. Like, well, like, well it's mm-hmm. cheaper or about the same price as staying in a hostel, and you get a whole four walls to yourself. Okay. Mind oh, you, they're very. Small, small and constricted, <laughs> but like you can sit in, up in it. You could fit two people in if you had to. Oh, okay. Not that okay. you want to, but so yeah, I had this bizarre fantasy. When you said capsule hotels, I was imagining like the Gachapon hotels, like yeah. one oh. shaped like one of the giant machines. So yeah, or like sitting yourself <laughs> in a coffin and being pushed inside. <laughs> but I actually think about no, was, it, was it just Akibahara? Both of you might have visited because I remember we were talking to our uh, the people that were from Osaka, and mm-hmm. the interesting thing they said is. They actually enjoyed it. Even the people who were from Tokyo that were at university in Osaka said the Osaka Denden or their electric town, a lot of them liked it more than Akibahara. And the one thing they said of contrast was the prices were better because Hmm. I'm not sure why, but they said the prices were better. I'm not sure whether they're smaller than Tokyo or whatever because of all the people going around, but they were saying that was the big difference, which is of interest. Mm -hmm. So I'm not that. Sure. I didn't go to the Osaka, uh, like it's electric yep. town, but yep. I did go. I did do shopping in Osaka, and mm-hmm. it is a different experience. Like they're very different cities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, they said they said that it's very different. That's what I have heard. <laughs> so, and um, by the way, remember the uh, remember those in the lectures they taught. Um, one of them talked about like another area in Tokyo that seems to be more. Geared oh, the girl one, the girls yeah. Like. Ikebukuro. Ikebukuro. I did go there, but I didn't go to like the Otome Road or okay. whatever it's mm-hmm. called. Uh, the, the, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, you, want, you didn't want to. You would have had so. fun with these. You would have had fun with these lectures <laughs> if you ever saw them. Oh, yeah, Too much culture amazing. shock, as could, they say. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll try. I'll try and uh, jog your memory. Tell you which episodes they are sometimes okay. because you have to hear the like the way our summaries of the lectures because they were really fun. Those were really fascinating lectures. They were fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was something to behold that's for sure okay there are little hubs of like otaku oh yeah everywhere like everywhere Mm -hmm. on that note i heard that i heard that they uh that pedestrian traffic is open again in akihabara yeah well yeah it it, it opened recently especially especially in light of uh, since uh, 
the stabbing yeah. uh, a couple of years ago. So I think it's just common sense after a while. But I think some of it, it was a confluence of various factors. You had those issues. You had the issues of the people actually living in that district of Akihabara mm. and all that. And they were saying, we're having all these problems, blah, blah, blah. And I could imagine that if I'm living in an area and I have a road shut down, I have people going around doing these performances, all that, I would probably get a little uh, angry. And Fancy. so it's probably <laughs> that happening. And then finally, I guess, common sense said, okay, we can do this at least once a week just mm-hmm. for the summer mm-hmm. if it's like good kind of weather. As a pilot right. project. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Actually, thinking of it, we were talking about Japan that, and we talk about anime, we talk about all about that. But you know what the thing that interests me, and I'm wondering about these two. Did you visit um, any interesting temples or any museums or any serene places? Because when I go visit a place, I always want to at least experience something different. And one mm-hmm. of the things I go to is museums mm-hmm. or temples or various places like that. Well, my and it, and it, it, it gives you, I guess, something different because mm-hmm. I want something different. I want to learn about them and I want to feel like I'm not in my <laughs> normal life, yeah. obviously, right? So I, how did you guys enjoy that, if, if you went to any of them? I went up to a Buddhist mountain retreat uh, mm-hmm. near Osaka called Koyasan. That was probably mm-hmm. my most out there mm-hmm. temple mm-hmm. experience. Stayed overnight in a temple. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And cool. I went to, the, I went to the, all the major ones in Tokyo, I think, and okay. uh, Kyoto as well. Um, but then there are some really interesting minor ones. Like there's one where... In order to go into the hotel, you have to go through a cave system. Oh, neat. Wow. So, well, let me just uh, just quickly interject and just mention to anyone who's in this room, anyone in the room, you know, you're allowed <laughs> to have you're allowed to have one, uh, have a couple if you want some. Help yourself to those those are those truffles. <laughs> they're those they're truffles. truffles and they're good truffles. They're good truffles. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Help yourself. Help yourself. Help yourself. Sorry about that. We kind of. No, no, no. It's in <laughs> lieu of pocky. <laughs> this year, so hey, that, they that probably are thinking, "Holy Christ, we've hit the mother load. Truffles <laughs> are more expensive than yeah." Uh, I mean, no, the they're thing is, treated. it's strange because we got like, yeah, they're, they're they're just too. They are sweet, so so mm-hmm. we can only go through so many. So um, yeah, help yourself. Um, so after so, a year, um, and here's here's the other question: as you come back here as anime fan, especially mm-hmm. you, Angela. Uh, mm-hmm. um, any new views as an as an anime fan coming seeing the fandom back here again? Um, uh, are, do you are, is there a bit of a letdown of sorts? No, I mean, like it really made me realize things about my own culture and just mm. the culture of a Western anime fan and oh, how yeah. entrenched <laughs> I am in that. Going over there and like I went to a Dojinshi con just in my town, just a little one, and didn't know any of the popular series, <laughs> and uh-huh. I felt so completely out of it and distant. And then, like, my students would say, oh, Angela, here's this new manga you should read, and it looks like crap. And it's, like, something I have no interest in reading. And it's like, wow, like, I'm really, like, I really know who I am having been I think it's probably more manga-wise, because you look at the output, even though they're having issues with the serializations and the different magazines and all that. Mm -hmm. But it's like, wow, there's just tons and tons, and we're only getting, even though it has went down a bit, and we still have tons coming on over here. It's not as much as you would think over there. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, it's you see those views. Like, I I just thought of that one uh, moment. I was actually helping out the exchange student my brother had over, and we were just looking at the different series that I had and stuff like that, and he happened to see uh, Maria watches over us, um, Maria-sama and all that. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember, he said, 
It's something like the lesbian series or something like that. <laughs> lesbian something. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of, I thought for a moment, I'm like, wait a second. It's like, oh, yeah, and they're probably mine. And it's in, in my mind, I don't think about it like that. And many people I've talked to probably from our background, when we'd understand, we'd get it. The Yuri and all that, and the lesbianism and all that, but we probably, after watching it, wouldn't see it yeah, in you that just put light. It because I just watched it and I enjoyed it, but I didn't see lesbianism in there at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. And in that whole series, when we say it, it's like, oh, <laughs> you just think about it, and it's just kind of one of those moments where you think, oh, there's a difference in our thinking. Mm-hmm. Especially from our thinking to their thinking, and that was one of those minor moments that just popped up in my head. I'm not sure how many of you guys had those moments. <laughs> well, as we I mean, as about. I said, you when you encounter any form of that of another culture, yeah. like you, whether mm-hmm. you actually experience it or meet people of it mm-hmm. from it, mm-hmm. who spend more time in it, then well, then you get those moments. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was surprised I, though. A big thing was that you didn't notice as much of an obvious otaku atmosphere as I thought there would be. Like, even in mm-hmm. Akihabara, it seemed a lot like, oh, these are just normal anime fans ver- versus here in Toronto, they're almost more eccentric, not even at conventions. Like, I've seen people cosplay at normal comic book stores yeah. versus in Japan, even though these people are probably really big fans, they're being really sub- you know subdued about it. And, you know, even, I guess... In Akihabara, like, going up the stairs and beyond, like, when I was at the school, uh, people would, you know, ask about anime, but they'd be really casual about it. Oh, like, oh, what characters do you like? They they wouldn't, like, say, oh, do you like anime? Like, do you like this series? Do you like this series? They would be, they would sort of not sweep it under the rug, but be very subtle about it. Like, oh, have you seen this? Oh, or, oh I see you like that because it's on your book or something. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, it kind of reminded me of the lecture again. Remember when he's looking at where you have the different districts and you have yeah. the Akibahara where it's all stone and everything's covered. <laughs> and you have all the things covering it so you don't see inside. And then you have like the Martyrsky and the Shibuya mm-hmm. district where it's all glass and everyone's like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. smiling. and I'm seeing. <laughs> So it's kind of that interesting diametric going mm-hmm, on yeah. there. So, I mean, okay, as a thought. A thought came to my mind. Um, is it is there sti- being an anime fan there? Is it is there some sort of stigma when trying to face stigma for um, on your part? Like I mean, we we, we sit here try, not, uh, being subtle about sometimes subtle about our hobby, mm-hmm. right? About mm-hmm. being an anime fan as a hobby. I mean, these days I know I am. I am for yeah. sure. So uh, <laughs> and I know, but facing facing people regular like regular people there, the average person there, and then you come out. <laughs> There's stigma with that would associate with doing that. Mm, I wouldn't say to the same extent. Yeah, like actually, well, it's most of the people I was talking to were 12 years old, but <laughs> they thought it was super cool. Oh, they thought it was okay. <laughs> and then they so. ask, "What's your favorite series?" And I'm like, "Oh, well, I really love Rose of Versailles." You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? <laughs> so yeah, they probably looked. They at would you know, What are you talking would, about? They yeah. would know it under their under 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 another name. But I think so. like. Like, talking to the, the teachers at my school, like my coworkers, if you say, oh, I really like anime, then they're like, oh, yeah, okay, that's fine. Because it's, it's sort of It's the popular media. Like, it's yeah, on it's TV. They culture. have... The thing is that, you know, it's a lot of genres. Like, <laughs> anime covers so much that you say we you come like back anime. back to that again, Then right? you'll just say, oh, you like probably series you're supposed to like. And yeah. hopefully if so you're, like, a 25-year-old man, you won't say, like, oh, man, I love Naruto. Because <laughs> then maybe your coworkers will sort of look 
down on you. Well, bit, I mean, there are, I wrong. think the reality <laughs> is that, that that may not be far from the truth anyway. Yeah, yeah well, he's here. So, exactly. but some of them have grown up, and this is a part of their culture mm-hmm. and all that Especially thing. Like the manga. Dor- like mm-hmm. Doraemon is almost oh, yeah. a part of their thing. Just like if you say Star Wars here, it's a part of the thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's a apt uh, comparison. It might be a big part of like just their really mm-hmm. polite culture. But you know, when I went into the stores as far as other customers and the store owners and the workers there, you know, maybe <coughs> I, I, did, I wasn't treated any differently. Like maybe I would get a few looks from maybe the little kids because, you know, when... But that, that <laughs> might be more due to the fact they've never seen somebody who's exactly. not Japanese. <laughs> As and, opposed to you, you and when a twenty-year, you know, twenty-one-year-old man barges into a Pokemon Center store looking like it's the greatest day of his life, <laughs> I can imagine little seven-year-olds are going to be a little frightened. So, <laughs> I hope you didn't scar them too much, though. No, no. no. And the I, from what the expressions and surprisingly good English of the workers there, mm-hmm. they've seen this before. Yeah. This, this happened in Akihabara too. Like, you know, they. they I'm not sure if they're trained in English or they just encounter it enough, but everyone gen- is ger- generally very sort of friendly and sort of, oh, there's a Westerner who's an anime mm-hmm. fan. So they're trained I, to as well. I think yeah. they would like be trained. The well, they have that they're trained yeah. to, to treat mm-hmm. every customer the exact same way. Well, but I know they're very awkward because a lot of them would have mm-hmm. sentences of conversation with me in Japanese. Yeah. And I had no idea what they're talking about, so I'd be like... I'm, thank you, but I'm so but sorry. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but I know they do have, like, the guide in English, and it's for anime. But I think where it really started, as you got to remember, is video games. And they mm-hmm. had probably one for video games. Now they have the one probably for video games and anime and stuff like that. Because there's still probably just a, as big a number, who knows, maybe even more, going to all the different video game stores because they have tons. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And, like, it could be like an encyclopedia. There was one of, of the retro games, and I know there. my brother. If he went there, he he was going to go. They were going to go to the <laughs> arcades and enjoy and go to these different retro stores. It wasn't all about anime, but they there said was a it, video they would have store in the hol- in the right below the <laughs> Holiday Inn I was staying at in Osaka. Like you could just go downstairs the escalator. Oh, there's a video game store. And we bought almost everyone on the <laughs> tour bought something because it was super convenient and uh, it had yeah. used stuff, so it was <laughs> really cheap too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's that was like a it was. Fun. Oh, definitely. It sounded like everything. All, all the stuff you guys did, whether it be having a visitor or being a visitor <laughs> or just living there. Yeah, it, it, it did sound like a quite a, tr- quite a time. So mm-hmm. I, I, There's always something new. Mm-hmm. That was what was really fun about it. It was exhausting, but just amazing. Yeah. You know what? I've made the decision. We're not having breaks tonight. <laughs> I mean, um, no break, but uh, when we get into the next uh, So we're just going to, like, randomly no, leave and then no, people no, will wonder be... what happened? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, the usual. This is more digest. Um, well, not really digest. We're already an hour in to the conversation. Um, and we talked about all the important news. No, in the hardly. <laughs> hardly. <laughs> hardly. Actually, now that you brought it up, um, Carl Masick. Carl Masick passed away a uh, month ago. In um, April, yeah. Yeah, back in April. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Robotech is the one that we know him most for. Um, mm-hmm. You, I, I don't know. You guys might be too young to remember. I'm too young. <laughs> I'm too young. <laughs> you know what the scary thing is? I can kind of remember. And the only reason for that bloody reason is reruns. Okay. Probably I, I God bless reruns. And you know what the scary um, part is? Geez, Remember when they had the reruns? <laughs> like, oops, sorry. Uh, no, Before you went to school, like from 6 a.m., 6.30 to like 8 a.m., 8.30? 
and they don't do that anymore for kids, like because of all the channels. But I remember from a kid, they always used to have like cartoons at the morning mm-hmm. and cartoons. cartoons like when you got back from school yeah. on Fox yeah, which, or all those you don't really see and there's no none of that now but I remember it was like those types they used to do that really? when like I was Luke little on Fox and White yep. TV they mm-hmm. would actually air like you know preteen type shows mm-hmm. you know sort of before like 8, 8.30 and then they'd go to the preschool shows and then <laughs> once 3 o'clock hit they'd go back to the you know kids mm-hmm. oh, I, I mean I know shows. I know like the global global before like at 7am would air and Bionic know, 6 and Spectre Gadget Mask yeah Treehouse uh, used to be in there for YTV and even like I think CBC still has their kids program in between yeah, they still, there, they but do, they, they do have changed. Block. But I know that um, it's like YTV has taken all their kids stuff and moved it just to their own channel called Treehouse. And mm-hmm. literally, I've seen my nephew and niece. Yeah, well, they just well, my watch friend, the one my channel, toddler, and literally, so. it's free. But I can um, understand why they do it. It just boggles the everyone, mind when we look at it. Like everyone remembers, like enough of a, any anyone old enough to remember Robotech will always know that. The subject of Robotech is one of the most polarizing subjects in yeah. anime fandom mm-hmm. in North America. Mm-hmm. I think you guys are at least oh, yeah, old definitely. enough to, re- to <laughs> at least appreciate that part yeah. of oh, his yeah. legacy. Absolutely. So, um, um, you know, uh, I'll, I'll give you my own memory, uh, my own my own personal memory of Robotech, at least, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember. Um, when, it, when it aired here in the, let's say, I'm trying to remember <laughs> exactly, like I guess early mid to mid-80s, um, when that aired. It, in Toronto, it only aired on what would eventually become Fox 29 in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So it would become the Fox affiliate. So it was WUTV. It was an independent station. They only aired it here, Saturdays and Sundays. It was a, it, 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 it was a 65 episode series, or whatever. I mean, everyone knows the story. It was three yeah. series. Had, <laughs> yeah. It was three series, not but on their own, they couldn't be good enough to maintain. Well, no, it wasn't be. good enough. It's if you were trying to get syndication in the states, you had to have a certain number of episodes. Yeah, and that, whether it as be in good enough for, the, good yeah. enough for, the, for yeah. those reasons, and then, so he spliced them all together and made them all have some somehow have a common plot. Mm-hmm. They didn't, but they, he, in this <laughs> case, he did, and he was much maligned for it, but. Um, Many people, like, a lot of fans looking back years later, actually, like, as for, for as many people, as many detractors as he had, m- many people would defend what he did, or at least accepted mm-hmm. His, mm-hmm. Explana- his, def- his explanation for what he did, saying, you know, this is why he had to do it. And in many ways, it still helped a lot. It, it, it did a lot more help than it did hurt, yeah. hurt, yeah, I hurt fandom. So. I, I would say that. And it made like, people, and, mm-hmm. oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, like, it reminds you like what he did compared to everyone else after him i think he probably dwarfed everyone else and you'll never really have a figure like him because what he did was he monotonized this niche product and made it that he could make money if he, anyone could take that gold and make it happen again god mm, bless cause, him. Cause it was the i think he too, was so. one of the ones but he he didn't just bring Robotech and all those other streamline. My, we have streamline which he brought, for, uh, and he brought other ones that were quite different. You had Goal Thirteen, you had Vampire Hunter D in the eighties, and then you had the Miyazaki film. Sorry, the Ghibli films. Mm. Um, Totoro. Yeah, yeah. The first, my neighbor Totoro. Oh, yeah, he, he was the first he dub. Was the, yeah, he he made the first attempt. And at that. you never know. It, it makes you wonder. Thinking, could Disney have? come over and gotten those films and then redubbed Totoro and all those other things if you hadn't had those predecessors before. But the other thing is you remember, um, and I'm thinking about this, remember 
Anime North um, must have been, I'm thinking 2005. It was the first year they were here at the Double Tree. But he was with ADV Films. That's where he's with. And he was a guest here at Anime North. He and, my, the, and he and did. I guess, um, and I the, wanted to mention this. He was wasn't mm-hmm. he a recipient of the Momiji Award? Wasn't I, bo- he? I he think was. so. I think so. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, and I guess it's worth mentioning here at Anime North. Yeah. So. But I remember my brother got an autograph of like one of the Robotech, the Japanese mm-hmm. um, art books, and he got an autograph. Of, of it, and I'm sure he treasures it now many, more now than yeah. ever. But in many ways, the yeah. thing that really makes you wonder is um, his death. Like he was really young; he's been in his fifties. He was. Mm. It scares mm-hmm. you when you look at your parents, and the person is younger than your parents, and he dies of a heart attack, and it reminds you, like heart attacks and all those other things. Like it reminds you all the time about your health and about keeping healthy yeah. and mm-hmm. eating right and doing all these other mm. things and it is about and it. it I go to you see your doctor and all these other things, and they keep on telling you, oh, everything's going worse and all these other things. But just as a reinforcement again mm-hmm. to get yourself checked down to make sure you're eating healthy and doing right and stuff like that. But it looks like he was interesting. Like it just it, it, always it, surprises it, you when yeah. it's out of the blue and yeah, it's those type came, of things. It came out of nowhere. Again. And like, boy, we hadn't heard that name in a while yeah. mm-hmm. when we find out he dies. So um, there's my that Trini, huh? That Trini. Especially when I bombed you with Trini. I mean, I'll I'll pull up the wiki for you later. Um, So wiki is the final proof, huh? Well, I mean, mean, yeah, I mean, getting better. So getting better. But um, yeah, I mean, what was I about to say about uh, the other thing I I wanted to say about Carl May? uh, Actually, did you um, listen to? Anime News Network had uh, a podcast. They did, I know they did a they did a tribute, and they did oh, a really long podcast oh, no, with they, him. Yeah, and, and he really let his him. heart out, and I I really enjoyed it. I was like, wow, it was an incredible mm-hmm. moment to hear him talk about the industry, talk about everything from both sides, and hear about the idiocies that you never hear about. Yeah. About he's like, mm-hmm. you can't do know, this, and, or and, and talking about ADV died, and training. All these other things about how he's literally kicked out of the door of ADV. It's like, yeah, you're going to get an offer, and he's Mm -hmm. probably going to be a minimal offer, and he probably won't take it. But they literally supposedly kicked him in the teeth, and it just kills you when you hear that because he did all this stuff and how he uh, transitioned. He did Robotech and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. started up, and they said, oh, well, do Streamline, all that. And how he said, you know what? I've done all these things with Streamline, brought all these dubs and all these other things. And he decided, you know what, I'm going to sell it off. He got, went with his lawyer and decided he was going to do something different. But he seemed to have, like, a full life. Like, he really seemed to enjoy well, himself he did, and I all said, that. Like, he got a real good like sense of the man from it. I know. But, mm-hmm. I mean, as I said, he's much maligned. He's a polarizing figure because of what he did. But mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a debt mm-hmm. of gratitude there. I guess it depends where you come from, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. for me, he doesn't seem like a polarizing figure, but my experience is my expertise well, in business. I think he should be more respected figure mm-hmm. for oh, here, what yeah. he did because, well, but but you know what? Many of these fans, anyway. yeah. many of these fans the wouldn't be here it was interesting if he wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. That's exactly. what I think. I don't think but it I could took be away from Macross at all. Like, Macross and Robotech exist as two separate entities, and that's fine. And it's really impressive that he's able to do that and yeah. you know it's not a derivative work it's somehow a recreation it, we yeah. probably you never know, would have seen and, macross and it opened up without him <laughs> i think because it, it just took a bit of time to get there till the exactly. market 
it was ready. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting. It's kind of interesting because um, when at, over the years after Robotech was became popular and maybe waned a little bit, people then started to know a little bit about the fact it was mm-hmm. three se- like the, a little bit more about yeah. that three separate. Episode, uh, three separate series facts mm-hmm. and I think that started the curiosity anyway and mm-hmm. it all culminated with it's an amazing mm-hmm. story regardless it, really. and it all culminated with the separate releases of those three series in their original forms and a lot of maybe mm-hmm. full circle moments too mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Maria Jima mm-hmm. coming back to play Min May again in the English dub of Macross, <laughs> in an English, in an ADV English dub of Macross. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, I thought uh, she's, she, she, and um, mm-hmm. it was just one of those things. But there's a lot of other great moments that happen, you know, mm-hmm. that you can root in all of this. So you know, rest mm-hmm. in peace. Uh, I guess I guess I guess on that note, we should still continue to be depressing. Huh. Um, I was actually thinking about it because I was thinking about it and thinking about how, but. The, he continued to carry the torch because you remember and you forget that before that there was other enemies. There was Astro Boy, there was Kimba, there was Bell, the plants, and all those there was, other things. There was Star Blazers. Yeah. But this But it's interesting that he continued and brought the thing and kept it in the public mind. Mm-hmm. And it helped to have that next generation of fans ready. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yes, we are probably a different generation of fans and look at different things and older stuff in a different light probably than what it was back then. But I think it's incredible that he was able to give to us something that we probably never would have had if he hadn't been there. Like mm-hmm. None of us... I would probably put that many of us wouldn't be an anime fan if he probably hadn't been there to have it mm-hmm. in the faces of people, which then trickles down to us. In some form. And he... In, in and, and, forms, yes, and it's... But. His wife and everything else, like they had the funeral. It was interesting. Like it was, it seemed pretty public and all that. Like I have to give them credit. Like they had it a little more public and all that. But I think for probably a man who probably was going on his own and doing his own creations and somewhat private, I think it was incredible what he gave to the world and stuff like that. And it looks like he brought it all together yeah. and gave a lot for everyone else in his own way. And that's saying that we hope all hope to strive for and we do it in our own little ways. And this anime and Robotech was one mm-hmm. of his ways. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what and you look at the tributes and all the different websites at Robotech.com and I think I saw that shine through that there was a little piece of him in every one of those comments he, when they talked legacy. about it. It's his legacy. Yeah. It is his legacy. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry about that. Okay, well, let's talk a little bit more about legacies because um, this comes back down to – and this is, the, this is another specific reason I asked for uh, Jeff and <laughs> Angela to do this show. Mm-hmm. Um, Anime North. Anime North um, enters what? This is its 12th year now? 12th, 13th, 13th go-around? Uh, I forgot. I wasn't. I stopped counting at a point. Um, <laughs> it's my seventh yeah. year. It's a long time. Let's it's a long put it that time. way. It's a long time. <laughs> I'm going to go by that. that um, Anime North, <laughs> in many respects, has its has its roots in a in a club here, um, Utarpa, the Utarpa, which was a the club that was based at U of T. Mm-hmm. Um, U of T uh, Utarpa. This month had its final regular show. And they'll have one more blast, I think, in June. June, June 19th, that's the date that they mentioned to me. So, this will, so Utarpa is, gave its final hurrah. Mm-hmm. And um, there goes yet another chapter in the, clubs, in the club thing. And Actually, we, we've I, often talked about the clubs. Uh, I did a little check of it, and I was looking, because remember we talked about uh, that, and I said, oh, I wonder whatever happened to Ryerson's. 
because they were the other third university. And it actually closed out, looks like around 2007, early 2008. It was interesting looking at their Facebook page. You know what the reason they gave? What? Fan subs. Yeah. They said, mm. guess what? <laughs> you can go into your room and watch it from a computer or a laptop. Yeah, and, I, and they said, and it just made me think, and it made me think about looking at uh, the Yama page now and the thing that a lot of us came to the conclusion of, you can't just have a showing. You can't just say, here's some anime. We all enjoy <laughs> it's not it. The way Let's it goes sit down and enjoy anyway. it together. Mm-hmm. You have to have more. Anymore. You have to have mm-hmm. more of a social experience. Yeah, because yeah. Guess and I what? guess we came here all together for a reason. We mm-hmm. like something, mm-hmm. and maybe we want to do something else together other than watch anime. Like maybe go to a dinner, go bowling, mm-hmm. or have something else. And I guess that's because where, that's what university <laughs> was about. And that's right? where I start coming back to you two because you guys in pre- previous years took over the cl- uh, Yama, the York University Club, mm-hmm. and. Um, Strangely enough, from all those years, like all the decades, the old from a decade ago, for all those clubs, uh, Yama, I think now is the last club stand. <laughs> is it really? It will be because I, I I don't think any of the others are in any form of. I hate to think is that a scary thought to you, Mike? Regular events goes. I mean, you know, there's obviously <clears throat> other clubs who do things, you know, throughout the year, and you know, just basically at least of the original of the original bunch from okay. a decade ago. There are other clubs still, yes, but from the original bunch, Utarpa, Vortex. Yeah, George Brown. Um, you are at Ryerson. Yeah, Ryerson, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. To a lesser extent, uh, Extreme, Anime Extreme mm-hmm. slash Club Anime, um, Yama. You know, okay. it's the only one left. Huh. From then of those ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of those ones. Uh, they might still have a few at other satellites. Oh, no, there are still clubs. Because they do Talma and every... Mm-hmm. Yeah, University of Toronto. The U of T, Saga has UT, one, yeah. and then uh, I think Glenn there's one in Oakville. One. It's kind of like saying... It's <laughs> kind of like talking about, you know, arcades here. Going, arcade. Yeah. yeah. Seneca, <laughs> does Seneca still have its club by any chance? I don't know. York University? Because I remember they had one for a while going. If they are, they're doing a very good job of staying hidden. Well, you know what's weird? Because I remember we heard about it later because we had... A f- one from Seneca, and we said, "Come aboard. We don't care. It's like, come on." So <laughs> we were willing. But um, I, I guess I guess uh, we talk about the relevance of clubs. Less and less, they have to change. I know uh, you did stuff in your year as running that club. Jeff is is take mm-hmm. is coming away from his year uh, from running that club, and he did mm-hmm. he he took basically what you did and yeah. added and added <laughs> more other elements to it. Mm-hmm. But um, what was the experience like? I mean, um, it was very interesting. I mean, there was obviously, I guess, just the social drama that I wasn't really expecting as I became president. And luckily, it only really happened at the end of the year. So, you know, everything was okay. My vice president is in the audience sort of laughing at this. Um, but it was really interesting sort of trying to... Because my, my main goal was how am I going to make sure it stays alive now and as far into the future as possible, mm-hmm. but still sort of maintain what made Yama Yama to begin with. So I knew, like... Going forward, I did want to stick to the showings, but we needed things to show that would get people to stay there, and we would need social events and various other events that would go on, you know, in addition mm-hmm. to the showings. And in the first term, basically, our principal thing was we showed the irresponsible Captain Tyler, oh, which very few people in the club would have seen because mm-hmm. it's an older series. It's not, you know, 1960s, you know, mm-hmm. or 19, mm-hmm. you know, it's not Cyborg like 009 or anything. It was a good idea yeah. to bring it Yeah, and it was, it was so popular that we would get people, you know, mm-hmm. coming in just for that showing and then leaving afterwards. Um, I would 
be shopping at Vaughn Mills and workers who at York would say, you know, oh, did, did I miss, how, how many episodes did I miss? Or are you still showing it? Is there any episodes left? And, you know, I, felt, I found that really sort of good. It's like, okay, there are still ways to get people to watch, I guess, anime in this environment. Mm-hmm. And I think what I learned especially from Clarissa and Angela's years were that comedy shows are what you have to do for this. Yeah, you because, have to have at least one. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, you can watch any series on your own, but watching comedy is always better in a group. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we do get at least 15, 20, 25 people in mm-hmm. a group. So, you know, these comedies always become better. I mean, the, you know, there's obviously the risk. You have to make sure you have to keep jokes not escalating. Like, you don't want to you know, riff tracks, commentary going on during the show, but you, you know, obviously want to allow laughs and comments. And it was really interesting trying to balance that, you know, it's hard and almost impossible in some points, but... Mm-hmm. They, I mean, I, I remember saying, uh, using the Genshiken. Oh, analogy. yeah, and we showed mm-hmm. Genshiken, so perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it, that's sort of where we had to go, where exactly. it had to go. It we're a bit be, larger, mm-hmm. but it's still a very similar sort of like model. I mean, we're watching things, but we're saying, atmosphere. let's go out and shop for things, too. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we had a day where um, one of our m- members, um, Nicholas, who uh, he works around here at Anime North, it's interesting, so... Um, he lives downtown, so he actually led us on sort of an expedition to the various comic stores and anime stores downtown, and we basically did like a pilgrimage or a walk, like we went to BMV, you know, you know, we're teaching our members, you know, here's discount books, if you want, you know, manga for $4, you can come here, here's like Labyrinth, here's Anime Extreme, and we did sort of a tour, and you know... Mm-hmm. At the same time, we're still doing. We still did the showings, but we did try to expand like this. <laughs> but I guess are you can't do that because you can't walk door? around those stores, which is interesting. But um, the the other interesting <laughs> thing, uh, talking about uh, Captain Tyler and stuff like that, Mike is kind of busy right now. But I swear to God, I remember looking at some old flyers, and Captain Tyler was one of the shows. I'm sure they showed during Mike's tenure because I remember it. I don't think they did Escaflone, but we I saw Escaflone? that one. You but I did, no, we but I was glad, no, I was actually glad you did that because I remember when I was there, the big thing was you're thinking, oh, I want to show those ones in the 90s, whatever, mm-hmm. but we already showed it a few years, so it was kind of that, oh, we can't. But you were in that perfect mode where you're like, oh, you can finally yeah, show it, it because it's 10 years past. Yeah. And I think it was the perfect confluence where you know that some of these people definitely have not seen mm-hmm. it. And even though I know Tyler came out recently again, remastered mm-hmm. in July and August, but it was perfect because many people I know were coming into it and hadn't seen it before. Yeah. So it's like, oh, great, you can show it again. So it was probably a good experience for you because it's like, oh, I can go back to the gold mine and maybe show it again. There's, far, something, there's yeah. some things I guess we can't show. So I, guess I remember <laughs> looking at one of them. And what was it? Cowboy Bebop, Trigun, and um, Outlaw Star. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing on one of the old <laughs> schedules. And I do, I'm not, well, actually, Outlaw Star, you could probably get away with showing now. But I know Trigun and Cowboy Bebop are eternal forever. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. never yeah, show them, which club. is crazy. <laughs> but it's, it's like you forget about it. And it's like, oh, you can probably show those again. But there's some, of course, that are eternal. Mm-hmm. But if you can get that perfect mix and bring it back, it's yeah. always I guess great it's one of those everything old is new again sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like what cool. I, I think, you know, personally, 
if you want to still do the showing model, you have to choose older series that are good, that'll still get people to want to see them, but you can't just have older series because then people won't want to stay. It's just that mm-hmm. you just have to be even further exactly. selective. And it can't so. be too old either because exactly, people have a yeah. real bias against anything <laughs> like super big eyes, pointy yeah. noses. Yeah. You know, just mm-hmm. And, you know, it's interesting... My main, I guess, intent was I wanted to make sure there was a lot of genres present. Like, yeah. aside from time periods, like, time periods is great, but genres, too. Like, even with new series, like, even if we wanted to show a new and popular, you know, recently mm-hmm. popular series, I wanted to make sure it was one that maybe most people wouldn't have seen. So that's why we ended up choosing Bacano, because one of our members said, you know, have it, has anyone but me seen this? No one put up their hand. You know, he said it's really good, so yeah. we went with that. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. that, that's a good and thing. You, is you don't, you all don't want to have the same experience, the same journey. And if it's new to everyone, it'll be a different mm-hmm. journey for each person. That's exactly. the thing you want, and you never know because it's weird. You think about it's like, oh, maybe everyone's seen it, but you never really know until you start asking mm-hmm. the members and all the people in mm-hmm. the audience. Mm-hmm. I, I do, I do, I did always really like getting the polarized view on series because it basically said, good. Some people don't like this. Some people do. And, you know, obviously for Captain Tyler, everyone loved it. But for things like the first and last showing, you know, you can sort of get away with something like that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we showed um, we showed two series that I knew were, I knew were going to be polarizing and were, were um, King of Bandits, Jing, and Skip Beat, which is a recent sort of, I yeah. guess, shoujo thing. And both of those were some people adored it, thought it was the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And some people hated it because, oh, this is too shoujo or, oh, this is too random action or, but mm-hmm. it was a good it was a good experience, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. because you had different things for everyone, and then you always have the one show everyone will come yeah. in, which mm-hmm. obviously was tired. And like, that's what I we want to put in mm-hmm. the middle, so people. <laughs> I remember the one thing game shows we st- it's mm-hmm. still definitely thing we do, and you know we infor- we're unfortunately losing Enrico, so we're gonna have to figure <laughs> out what to do for WTF somehow. Yeah, we're gonna mm-hmm. have to. If Jeff still comes around, we need to find a new, I guess, Vanna White or. I'm guessing there's still people coming around for that because I know there is still quite. It's just odd. Um, Like, okay, so there's so there's so fandom has kind of come away from that, and I guess you know where does it go now? Uh, I wonder sometimes to an extent are conventions even in danger, or do you think? I don't think conden- conventions are ever going to be in danger. And people have said, even industry even if people the industry have said, guys, the conventions. People, keep on it's going. weird because. Actually, you have it. You want people are in our culture, especially North American and all that. Everyone is social, mm-hmm. so think about it. You have this hobby and you love it, but at a certain yeah. point, and maybe like you're you know in what a I mean, like town, you can, you're alone, and you, you can, come here, you you can belong for a weekend. But you can mm-hmm. watch something really on a computer, but that's only going to take you so far. Watching yeah. on a computer, or whatever. People are going to want to interact and do all the other things and see panels and all that other thing. Yeah, that's it's what it can be. The social mm-hmm. aspect that we were talking about that are important for it's clubs. A, yeah, it's a thing with clubs. Yeah, because we were talking about it's the social aspect with the conventions. It really brings it full circle. But the when we're talking about the clubs, the ones that have died, a lot of them have just been doing showings. Mm-hmm. That can only take you, as we've discussed, so, so far, far. Mm-hmm. because you get that same experience. On the computer screen. You get that same People experience. want more. They yeah. want to talk to people. They want to feel. They want to love. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so if you have those social experiences, going to bowling, going out to dinner, doing whatever, the or game just, shows, it's, it's more. Together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think, yeah. you know, Anime North was sort of, at least in my mind, what I wanted to strive for with Yama as sort of taking it forward because, you know, let's try to offer as much as possible across different social things. Let's offer video games. Let's offer, you know, a library. We did a big expansion of the library, and I you know. help with that. Yeah, hey, I'll tell you the story. I'll tell you the story. Oh. Um, was it a good donation, Mike? Everyone loved it? We, we have a, actually a lot of people are using it for art references, which, which is why I you know, accepted the offer so readily because I figured, you know, we are moving forward. There's a lot of, there's a really increase in yeah, art okay. activity at Yama, so it was a really good, and what I think What is this donation? <clears throat> um, did you want to say or did you want oh, me to? Oh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> so one day, like, um, we looked at, like, um, old magazines, old new types from further, like, no, like, uh, as far back as probably, you know, 98, 99, yeah. Probably oh, maybe, maybe even a bit earlier. Yeah. I think yeah. earlier than that. Long but no, er, but maybe, no recent as you know five years ago. Yeah. Probably no recent than five years ago. Mm. We had a whole load of them in the basement. We were cleaning out the basement. My sister, uh, my sister um, wanted to keep them initially. We, she, it was clear that you know she wasn't into that anymore. We offered it to a friend. She said she would take them. Uh, she ultimately said no. So I thought <laughs> they're going to either be thrown away. Or maybe I should just offer them, and I'll take mm-hmm. a di- night to visit. Visit, vi- um, take a night to visit. I offered them to. I offered them to Yama, and you know he, he um, Jeff. I, I wrote to Jeff because he's my only contact right now, <laughs> um, and he accepted. But I don't. Uh, but I just told him, brace yourself. <laughs> yeah, there are still people recovering from, <laughs> from the amount of boxes. The, <laughs> what I ended up giving was like. All of my magazines mm-hmm. and other ones I can't, got through the years, and that was like, uh, like pounds and pounds. <laughs> like th- this thing, had, we had to go take uh, like um, uh, boxes and boxes, at least half a dozen, somewhere in the neighborhood of half a dozen yeah. reasonable sized boxes full. Wow. So, um, and I guess it was across the spectrum then over the years. And and what what I what I what I hyped up for everyone, and really I didn't need to, <laughs> but I hyped up was you saw magazines of series that have become legendary, mm-hmm. like yeah. uh, as it came out from the time they actually came out. Like one of the first new types, one of the older new types I had was from when Utena first started yeah, becoming popular there, <laughs> or uh, very or various Gundam series or really Card Captor, Captor Sakura, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And you saw, and these were magazines from the time they came out. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for the so you're talking about like that, that sounds like so it oh. becomes a nice nice intri- oh, nice I conversation amazing, yeah. piece. So I think could, of the English ones. I was just thinking of them because oh, I remember Tokyo my, Pops, and, and then, then all my English ones ended up with them too. So but and 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 what they ended up seeing was. Oh. A lot of stuff that I never got around to actually looking at myself, but I knew well, that... them were still closed. <laughs> you know, it didn't matter, because I knew somebody could appreciate them better than I could. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be the case. Oh, so yeah. So, it's cool. And, and I didn't care whether... And whatever happens to them, <laughs> I don't care, as long as they're kept. As long as whoever ends up with them, even if they end up getting taken by various members. <laughs> as, long as, they, as long as they're kept for good reason. They're used, and yeah, they're so. loved. Oh, but, well, I mean, appreciate it, certainly. I mean, mm-hmm. I, that doesn't mean I didn't appreciate them, but I know somebody else could do it better than I could, mm-hmm. especially at my stage. So it was a mixture of many different things, mm-hmm. English, many, Japanese, yeah. Yeah. 
English and sure. Japanese. So and like mag- and, and a lot of them are magazines that are no longer in, in existence. Either, like I saw know, so. some of them. Like I remember some of them back. But I didn't buy them, but I remember looking at them and they were. It's like it pulp was in, and mm-hmm. uh, what was it Super Manga Blast from, yeah, from Dark Horse? And both of them actually had series that weren't even put into trade paperback. Like what is Michael, which is about um, oh that was about a cat that was that was and it was in trade paperback, but. It didn't finish. It was finished oh. in the uh, Super Manga Blast along with some of the other ones. And even Pulp had some of those ones. But Pulp was obviously the more adult. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's funny. Pulp, what I see is it has transitioned from Pulp to uh, Editor's Choice to Signature to now Signature with the SIG Iggy. Now, it is interesting, interesting to talk about Viz because now they bring it's back... A now that Shonen Jump on one side, now they have the Shonen, Shun, Shonen Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shonen Sunday line, which is where Ranma but I'm sure, But I'm sure so. some people, like, if they're looking through that, it kind of is an interesting... If you have all those things together, it's like an evolution that you never think about until mm-hmm. you see them together. Mm-hmm. Or you see those old series that we may never see. Yeah. For Again, like those ones we talked yeah. about, What's Michael and all those other ones that... But and, and and that, and then you end up seeing that those depicted in those in those all those magazines I gave you. So mm-hmm. thanks for taking them. Oh, it's yeah. a it's a <laughs> it takes a it's a it's a load <laughs> off for us too. So, but um, there you go. Um, geez, I guess that's uh, that's all that's uh, that's the spectrum of, of what's on my mind. I guess uh, as the weekend goes, I'll take a good look at it. Mm-hmm. So um, traditionally, I want to traditionally as always with the end of regular episodes, I always ask for final insults. But um, you know. I asked you, and I wrote when I wrote you guys saying we were doing this. I asked each one, each and every single one of you, to to um, when you when I gave you a chance to do this, you know, be thought provoking, and let's not interrupt, okay, James? <laughs> be thought provoking because it might be a while before you really do something, do this again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you guys got something, something to a little bit of anecdotes <laughs> to share, or may I? Yeah, I guess not. Do you? Um. I could, but I wouldn't want to go first. <laughs> I actually don't want to go first because I know Mike invited me tomorrow night. You, you can, you can, you can. So uh, you can I defer for tomorrow if you want. I want to leave. You have a time. I, I want. I want them to go first. Please. You guys go ahead. All I right. mean, if you guys have a thought you want me before we go tonight, I'll go first by default. <laughs> <laughs> Two sweetest Ladies words in the first? English language, as Homer Simpson would say. <laughs> Two sweetest words in the English language. Default. So I just want to go back mm. to this idea of a pilgrimage to Japan. Um, it really does change you as a person, not necessarily just Japan, but going anywhere that's out of your culture, being out of your element, and even just the experience of being like a foreigner in a foreign land was, it just changes you as a person so much. Mm-hmm. You just learn so much about where you came from by going somewhere else. I know a lot of better people than me have said that before, but it's, it really is true, and I didn't realize it, how that would affect me to the extent until I went there and came back. Like, Japan was an incredible, strange, at times infuriating place, <laughs> but it really makes you appreciate home in ways that you can't even imagine. So to anybody who's thinking about Japan or thinking about going abroad, do it, for God's sakes. You know, have those experiences. Worth the You've price. only got one life. It's worth the price. Go for it. So it made you realize what you have here. As they yes. say. I remember tons of people, and I go on a vacation. It's like you go and you do all those things, and then you realize after a while, it's like, wow, it's like what you have in Canada, what you have where you live, mm-hmm. compared to where you go to other places, and it makes you value them that much more. And I yeah. think 
that is the bigger thing you never realize that you gain from those experiences than you've ever thought about. Yeah, it's, and it just made me think about to, that when you said that. It's like, and you mm. don't even need to go to a third world or second world, I guess, country mm-hmm. to get that. Like, you can go anywhere. You can go you anywhere, can, and mm-hmm. there are things that they don't have mm-hmm. here, and there are things that like you miss and new experiences. So, yeah. Mm. Cool. Okay. okay, now, now you're on the <laughs> um, Well, I guess I'm a, I apologize if this is heavier than what you were expecting, but, you know, this is my seventh year at Anime North, and, you know, throughout the taping tonight, I've talked about, you know, how much, you know, I definitely, I feel a lot of passion for this convention, for the anime, um, you know, for Yama, for anime clubs in general. For fandom. Perhaps. For fandom, exactly. And, you know, it, I, I've gotten to the point now that... I may actually like, you know, the idea of fandom more than I like anime itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not currently watching any series, but I've been excited for this convention, you know, for months, and I'm always excited. I'm excited to go into the Yama office and talk to people about anime, even though I haven't maybe even seen the series or it's older series or whatever. And, you know, for various reasons, you know, I guess I got into anime. I mean, earlier, I guess in high school, I was getting you know, into it, you know, the Shonen Jump magazine was just coming out, you know, I was of that age where, you know, Pokemon existed, so I knew what, you know, Japan was, I knew things came from Japan, Dragon Ball Z started to come out, Shonen Jump happened, and then, you know, at this time it would have been around grade 9 or 10 for me, and in 2004, the first anime club, you know, the first uh, anime convention, the first Anime North I went to, um, on the Saturday... You know, I went on the Friday, you know, it was all good. It was an interesting experience. You know, I've never been to anything like that. Saturday, I went, you know, I left the house. My mother said, you know, have a good time. That night, my mother did pass away. She was fighting cancer for good on four years. And she actually, as far as the hospital's record for that kind of cancer, she lived the longest of anyone on that hospital's record. So I am proud of her in that respect. But I do want to say, the very next day, much to the chagrin of my second cousin or whatever, I did come back to Anime North on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people criticized me, or at least he did. And it was very important to me that, you know, I did come back. I did want to have that experience because it was significant for me. And, you know, Anime North every year is always my favorite time of the year, more than Christmas, more than my birthday, more than anything. And I have to say that, you know, seeing people like, you know, you three people, even audience members and, you know, we didn't have more, we For reference to the listeners out there, we are now down to basically an empty room. Is James really an audience member? Aside from Chow, who's sitting here, so there's always been a mainstay. It could be a figment of our imagination, I don't know. It is pretty late, It's a collection of basically Oh, no! More well, previous well, drinking buddies. <laughs> okay. more drinking people. Anyways, I just wanted to finish up. It Sorry. is a collection of basically all the people I've met in this fandom, you know, throughout the seven or more years I've been into it. So, you know, this whole thing does mean a lot to me. So I do thank you for, you know, giving this experience to talk about it. And thanks. Thank you. Thanks for sharing <laughs> yeah. that, though, too. Yeah. Um, James, do you have one or two or do you want to defer or what? Well, we can talk about a few things, but I, I guess ours. <laughs> one thing. You know what? Yours could go on forever. But anyway, it does. Actually, it's interesting. Like, I'm not sure what both of us can really say because we've talked about uh, the journey for both of these two. And 
it it always reminds you about all the little things that is on our journey and stuff like that and there's nothing we can really say to that and you know what i think this episode coming back after a long time for both of us at least i think is something i think it's really cleansing for both myself and i think for you as well because you know what it was really lighthearted and we talked about many different things and mm. they may not have been about anime or whatever but i think we enjoyed ourselves and hopefully you the audience will also enjoy yourself and i think that's a big thing and i know tomorrow is going to be a slog because <laughs> guess what we're going to have adam and we're going to talk about the industry and god knows what else but it's going to be probably a clusterfuck, but it'll be a clusterfuck <laughs> in the good way. <laughs> it'll be a clusterfuck in addition to Adam. I, huh? Who's on in addition I think to we're planning to... Ha- hopefully, Megan oh. will... Uh, okay. Hopefully, Megan will make I was hoping Jesus, but <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, so... Um, <laughs> but um, I think coming back in this way, me and Mike have been talking about it, and I think this is the best way we could ever come back, and I hope everyone enjoys it, because it's very lighthearted, and we talked about more, and that's what... I think and I hope people want because you know what? There's more to life than just anime and there's more to people in this con than just mm-hmm. anime and manga and games and what have you. There's other things in life and we all enjoy them and we all want to interact and talk to people and you never know. We may meet and learn something new as we go along. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go on. Um, <clears throat> question, how's the wedding plans going? Because oh. <laughs> um, last time we talked, um, and, and, and there is a reason I'm asking, but um, the last time we talked, you know, uh, like we, one of the last times we talked, you just gotten engaged, and I know that the wedding is... Yeah, that was is, two years is, ago. Yeah, and now it's, uh, and now it's dawning. And now so. it's in six weeks, so, so yeah. Ready? No. <laughs> well, oh. yes and no. I'm, I've been ready for, for at least two years to get married, but... As far as the logistics of the day, mm-hmm. that's not so much. Which but I can respect, having been a best man myself. Yeah. So. Well, it's it depends on what the uh, or Reverend tells you. It's mm-hmm. worse than running an anime club, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I know. I know from um, my grandfather from various things that the Reverend told him. It can be an interesting experience till mm-hmm. the very end. Yeah. Let me quickly it's ask like, you: Are you sure? Let me quickly. <laughs> I, I, this is a dumb oh. question because because I, I think I know the answer. Will you have anything anime themed on your cake? Not on my cake. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank you, but, Lord. Okay. Hopefully, it, you'll be a little. I will let face. you know. I will let you know. <laughs> Go and log um, and drill up. <laughs> I will let you know. Squirrely did. Oh God. I will let you know. Squirrely did. So um, when she got married uh, back in October. Oh wow, that's quite intent, the cake. To her, for, to ill intent. Um, I'll show you a few more in a sec. But um, and I guess that's why I want to bring that thought up um uh, i want kind of a classy evening oh i know i know they, <laughs> so they, what, but they, what is, they wanted what theirs. would you say if you think about what's your personal touch that you and your husband are giving to the wedding that you would say is your personal touch from both of you um obviously well, since it is me i was gonna say usually it, so. it's the female touch but yeah. you never know sometimes there's a male touch here and there but it's very very wedding. small as <laughs> we always say it's, it's all so. but the, just my art has, is being yeah. inserted in different ways oh that, that's beautiful <coughs> because i know seeing your art when we saw your showing at york university mm-hmm. it imagines like if you have that there i think that would be an incredible touch especially if you have it at the reception where you have a little thing or you can yeah. have a little gallery or something on the walls or something that'd look incredible as people are coming in and stuff like that yeah just art in little mm-hmm. places and just mm-hmm. all over so mm-hmm. thanks for the thought okay um 
Back in October, as I told you, back in October, two of our friend, two, one of our regular listeners, um, one of our regular listener, one of our regular listeners, uh, my computer here, I better just check something here. Okay, sorry. One of our regular listeners, Squirrely, got married. Um, mm-hmm. We know her by her real name. We won't mention it here <laughs> because uh, then Adam will track her down. <laughs> the gag with Squirrely, okay, let me quickly, a quick aside. The gag with Squirrely when it comes to Adam is. They've um, had their little tiffs, banters, banters but they, but for the life, <laughs> no, no, the, it's, it's it's funny. But um, the thing is, um, Adam does not know what's who Squirrely, what Squirrely may look like. And let's keep it that and, way. And, and, and the ga- and the intention, absolute intention, is to keep it that way. But then again, you know, it's not as if Squirrely has anything to worry about. Both she and her uh, her husband, Nolan Tent, are good martial artists. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, but um, they got married. They they did get married. It was a very very, and they're both you know they had, they're both uh, a- anime fans and uh, and have their fandoms and other things. So it was very much their personality. I'll show you mm-hmm. a few couple pictures from here. Um, the little aside I had was in between the ceremony and what would be a cocktail part reception. Um, we decided a bunch of us decided to have a dinner near. Um, like not necessarily nearby, but near one of the other uh, one of our other friends, and around this table, you had you ended up seeing a, you ended up seeing the last decade of of organized fandom because around the table you ended up seeing people who were major contributors into the other clubs. <laughs> Myself with Yama, um, a couple with uh, with uh, with Anime Extreme, a couple with a uh, one or two with um, Vortex, one with Osamu and McMaster. One with Utarpa and a couple with Utarpa. Across, around this table was a bunch of was was my memories of my of my fandom. And what you ended up what and it was also a bad a, a sad reminder of how much time has gone because it had been some time since we had I had seen many of them too. It, it's a sad reminder of how much. Um, how uh, being reminded of how much uh, how old I'm getting too because I, I was amongst the, I'm amongst the oldest around that table too so it was a nice it was a nice wonderful reminder of how of the times that were back then and fandom may not I'm not certain what form fandom is I'm not certain you'll see an exact form of it this way but um, and, and I'll tell you this much too when we were all in our clubs at times we also rivaled each other too but it was also nice just to sit around a table and strangely enough, a Korean restaurant. <laughs> so, um, and uh, and I'll tell you this much: the um, the uh, bowl, the um, the right the rice bowl I had tasted great, but it tasted even better with the conversation. So uh, I'll tell you this much, and I'll also tell you this much too about the rice bowl. It was a mistake to have <laughs> because um, there was still plenty. We thought there wouldn't be plenty of food at the reception. Mm-hmm. Uh, for it being a cocktail reception, no, there was plenty, and I and uh, the uh, the last memory I also have of it is being too bloated <laughs> afterwards. Uh, but it was a wonderful mm-hmm. wedding, so um, congratulations to that. Congratulations to uh, Squirrely, and uh, I, and uh, if you see her in the artist alley, you'll see her under the banner "Ill Intent" with her husband. Um, <laughs> congratulations in advance too, okay? Because I you. get the feeling I won't see you. I won't see you for some time. Oh, I hope not. So, uh, I'll move to see you until after after you get married. 
Uh, so congratulations on that. Okay, so that's uh, me being sentimental. And I guess I'll still be doing that even tomorrow because I admit after tomorrow, I don't know when we'll be doing this again. But tomorrow, we get down to the nitty-gritty and talk about what's actually happened to the uh, anime and manga industry. I go away for a year and look what happened. <laughs> I don't think you missed much, Mike, well, because it's all a circle. It continues it's on again and, and, and I, again. And, we'll talk about, and I, I guess we'll talk about it tomorrow. Cause, um, it feels like it's nothing to me. It anyway. feels like it's nothing, but when, you, mm-hmm. when you're when you away from it for almost a year, you mm-hmm. see about, well, some things, uh, well, some, you, see, you find some interesting things. So uh, tomorrow we'll talk about um, the in- obviously we'll talk we'll talk about the industry we'll talk about the business we'll talk about the law side because uh, obviously um, <laughs> I know uh, Adam's going to go on- I know Adam will go on on the Christopher Handley case since uh, there's wow. been a conclusion there's, to that there's so much on that right we'll yeah I'm, never, pretty sure, uh, I'm pretty sure we'll end up talking about episodes on that I'm pretty sure we'll end up talking uh. about um, you know ways to consume ta- uh, the ways we end up. Mm-hmm. Enjoying our anime and manga, mm-hmm. even in you mean convergence technology, <laughs> in, like a certain thing you're holding in front of our faces stand. to yeah, uh, make us feel an poor. IPhone. <laughs> and and let's see if and we will say this now: um, if there's any one of us who is likely to have an iPad, because they went on sale today, mm-hmm. yeah. it, it could be Adam. I already know the answer to this. But let's. But um, you know, let's. Uh, we may. I have thought to, you were going to say the least likely, and that would be me. Yeah. <laughs> but um, oh. you know, let's see. We should. We should frisk Adam for. Wait. Let's not. Let's not frisk Adam for the iPad. <laughs> but we got to ask him about that tomorrow. You might enjoy I know that, Mike. You never know. <laughs> that's the sad part. <laughs> that's the sad part. Is that's why I think it's not a great idea anymore. Um, oh. Night number two from Anime North tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Don't you uh, mean so night number three? We're already on number two. Well, our Cost second night. <laughs> our second night. So, uh, and uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll go through the compass again. I guess <laughs> after tom- tomorrow night. It's like it well. could be out now. We just don't know. And uh, yeah, on that note, and I guess on the topic of mm. weddings, yeah, well, uh, we should talk at length to Adam about his too. <laughs> okay, the reason I asked about the anime stuff is because we were wondering, like, we talked a little bit about. Adam joked around <laughs> about putting Sailor Moon on his wedding cake. <laughs> he, I don't know whether or not that happened. And I know, and I, I, we have to ask that on Squirrely's behalf. So hmm. that hmm. stay tuned for that. Anyway, um, thanks for. I guess I have to say um, it's been it's been bla- it's been fun to do this again. So uh, hey, we have one more night doing it. I guess I'll get to, I'll get all weepy about it about it tomorrow night. So have fun, uh, enjoy. It. If you're here at Anime North as you get this, uh, chances are not because <laughs> uh, I'm probably I'm probably Don't sleeping in and doing this late. Um, well, we'll enjoy the day, and we'll talk to all of you at the end of it. So have a good night from Anime North, and have a good night from Toronto. Yeah.